What's up, everybody? It's another episode of Mr. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we shouldn't record tonight because we wasted all the good shit early. We apologize. Mark and I were good. You <laughs> broke it this time. <laughs> right. That was you. That was he's you. Because like, I looked into your eyes. <laughs> Longingly. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Try it again. No, I'm keeping this. Fuck it. Uh, fuck it. I'm Aaron. Well, you still started over. Uh, I'm no. Mark. I'm Steve. This is the time where you need the pre-show stuff to... I kept looking over to see because some of that <laughs> shit wasn't appropriate for, for like... Uh, That's why I say it beforehand, not during uh, right. the show. Yeah. Well, I keep looking over. Because there was the one time with a uh, guest where yeah. there was 10 minutes of shit that I didn't want recorded. And he like said, you're not recording. And I said, you better not or I'm burning the board down. <laughs> No, I won't even. Uh, we won't, we won't even, even name say the names. Right, right. right. We won't even say names. Yeah. Ah, what's up, guys? How you doing? It's a uh, it's a Sunday. It's an open forum Sunday. I'm exhausted. We have a uh, yeah. I feel pretty good. I played golf this morning and then went home, took a nap. So did you? You and Mike. Lots of energy. Did, and, you, did you take our boy with you? Today? Yeah, Aaron went with us today. I only played front nine. He struggled today. We, we struggle were, bus. We yeah. were. I was driving the struggle bus, but everybody had a seat. Not me. I played well. Yeah, you kind of stood up on the perch a little bit. Yeah, I was. I was at the bus stop. You I didn't get bus. on the bus. <laughs> you were at the bus stop. So you had a, you had a, you had, you had the right karma going early on. Well, I actually played better on the back nine than I did the front nine. Okay. But is I stayed out you, of trouble. Is it because you changed music? Because the music selection today was not very good. It's all over the place. That's, was, that's the way I always yeah, do it. Just, it's yeah. all over the so place. So you guys listen to music? Sometimes I have a speaker. It's a uh, Bushnell wingman, so you can hook it up to your phone sure. and play music, but you can no, also hook it up. I understand what a Bluetooth wing, uh, speaker is. It's the is. second part that's the cool part. Okay. You can hook it up to the GPS with the, the Bushnell app oh. and hit the little button, and it'll tell you the front, middle, and back of the green from where you're standing. Oh. Does that help Aaron at all? Not a bit. <laughs> Not in the least. <laughs> so I, I suppose that speeds up, because my theory always is that the – Distance finders, because I've had every sort of, I've had the watch, I've had the laser, yeah, I've had the app that shows you the, yeah. and my theory is, unless you're uh, Tiger Woods, that it slows golf down about two hours around. Oh, I was so slow because, today. <clears throat> yeah. Because it was today, yeah. Because most people, and, and see, you and I are probably on the borderline of people that kind of helps a yeah. little bit, um, but in general, you look at people and they go, is it 150 or 155? And I'm going, it's it's 150 to 180. Yeah. Hit. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, and and so um, for most people, it doesn't matter. But Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you. I, I have but it's the, nice if it reads out where you so you, you can be making a decision and moving mm-hmm. on. Because most people, it's like, it's seriously, it's like an act of Congress. Yeah. It's 153 or, or is it 154? And it's right. like, seriously. It doesn't matter. It's it's your six iron. Grab yeah. your six iron and then hit it as hard as you can because you're not you're gonna hit it in the <laughs> fucking bunker on the right, <laughs> like you've done the last seven holes. So I I have a, a laser rangefinder as well, and that's the one I prefer. Um, it's more accurate. Yeah, and it gives you the slope. Like you can you yes. know turn the slope on and off. Yeah. So oh, it's sure, nice. all that stuff. However, you're 100 percent right. Most of the time, I don't need yeah. exact yardage. Like just yeah. close would be fine. Yeah, well, in 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 the, I apologize to the ladies. You can check out girls' asses with that, which is nice. Still, have yet to see one on the course. So, just saying. Well, they're, take they're a, a laser finder or a girl. <laughs> <laughs> 
because you played with Steve. Steve's got one. So let me tell you, let me tell you a, a funny thing. I I laughed so hard twice today while we're on the range. Oh yeah, not um, the range was uh, it? Well, the course, the course. Yeah, those are two different <laughs> two different things. things. <laughs> um, yeah, we didn't go to the range today because everybody but Steve was late to the golf course. No, I me, mean, I I wasn't late. Um, you, you did not get there in time to go to the range. That's late. I got there. So you, if I you're going to play golf, what time was it? Was the tee time? Seven fifty. So you need to arrive at five fifty to go through <laughs> your proper pregame routine. Unless, Two hours of warm up. <laughs> unless um, you were out at a honky tonk the night before. Were you at a honky tonk the night before? No. Okay, five fifty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't create the rules, dude. Sorry. Eagle Hill is a little, they're cut a little different though, too. Like, nope. he, honky tonk rule is universal. Yeah, he's right. Anyways. <laughs> so one time, like, I was, I was in, I hit a few good drives today, but one of the first ones trailed a little left than I wanted to. So I'm, I'm in like some weeds. So was it a pull or was it a hook? <laughs> No. Or was it? Did he just hit it off? No, his actually, left it was foot? just straight left. Actually, I take it back. It was my. It was my. It was my second shot. So it actually, I, I, okay. hit, I hit too far across, back across the uh, the green. Okay. And uh, like, we're, there's some big trees there, but like plenty of space. I could hit right through it. Just gonna punch it out. No big deal. But there's one little itty bitty pine. Sure. And I nailed that fucker yeah. so hard, and it came about the size of my calf. It came rearing right? okay. back, like at small us. tree. <laughs> so that is referred to as the Rue Will um, Little Tree Rule, um, which is uh, it is the smallest tree in front of you that you need to worry about. Yeah, because the big trees know that they're comfortable in their manhood, and so they don't feel the need to jump in front of the ball. <laughs> It did. It came screaming back, and I was just oh, like, yeah. I was just laughing. Uh, well, and that's because there's bend in those little trees, <laughs> and so they it's a rebound effect. <laughs> yeah, and then the the second time, uh, I got done with my, I hit I hit my second shot. Got back in the car, and cart uh, cart, and uh, <laughs> truck, <laughs> and Steve was still waiting on or gonna hit his waiting on the other guys. So I'm just sitting there minding my own business and everything. And he says something. I was like, yep. And he hops in the car. And then I grab the steering wheel, like put my hand on it. Like I'm about to hold his hand. And I was like, wait. He's like, what was that? I was like, I'm so used to like grabbing Mo's hand whenever she gets in the car. It was just instinct. He reached over to reached grab over. my hand lovingly. <laughs> and I'm losing my shit because I'm laughing. I almost peed my pants. I was laughing so hard. He was like, what was that? I was like, it was just instincts, man. I was like, I don't know what that was. Like, I'm so used to somebody, whenever somebody gets in the car with me, I'm just grabbing their hand. And it's just like, oh my gosh. So I'm, yeah. Just it scared laughing. me a little. <laughs> because you like even looked at it. You're like, what? I'm like, oh, my bad. Yeah. Reached uh, over to caress me. Yeah. <laughs> And then I was like, I got Mark it. is speechless right now. <laughs> I don't know which direction to go. Yeah, I know. So I think I'm just going to sit down on the ground. <clears throat> uh, Steve, why don't you tell everybody what we're smoking? So we are smoking the HVC First Selection Broadleaf, um, which is made by Agonorsa. Um, did, which, you, did you call it by its, its code name? What is its code name? Oh, I told you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> no, you, you can do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have the blend here if you need that. Uh, it is a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper with a Nicaraguan binder and filler. Yep. Toro six by 52. Um, this is the first cigar that HVC has done a broadleaf wrapper in. 
which I find that interesting. I was laughing too much. Mine went what out. What was the hotcakes? Uh, I don't know. The hot ca- the hotcakes might have come after this. After one. this, yeah. So okay, hotcakes is a uh, is a great cigar. Yeah, I, so I I got turned on to HVC by up in uh, KC at a Locatera. I never had it before, and uh, our buddies up there was so like, "Hey, you should smoke me, this." Which something I already knew. Which is you never smoke the box because I've gotten seriously six <laughs> HVCs in the box. No, this was this was like oh a while this ago. was this was before we in were married. Yeah, this was two years. We're ago. not married. You two are married. We're <laughs> not married. When did you get married? Well, I say we. Mo is here. Off you had to go outside of Mo Arkansas is here to do off that, mark, right? So I'm just can you do that in we. Arkansas? Is that legal? <laughs> no, I didn't think so. Yes, it is. No it's longer. Legal. It's legal in Arkansas. Yes, it's legal. Well, it well with a. Do you really want to get into this? Because no, I, okay. no, we shouldn't. <laughs> no, because um, I have some stuff that I can talk about. No, if you want to do that? No, okay. keep your mouth shut. Um, so, uh, so golf today. Golf today. <laughs> oh no, the cigar. We were on the cigar. Sorry, we were on Aaron and you holding hands lovingly, yeah. <laughs> steering wheel, steering wheel. But uh, yeah, no, I have. I'm, I'm still. <laughs> so every time you two get in the car together, he grabs your hand lovingly. Yeah, he's Mo is here. I, that's I've, I've, I know. She shook her head, hand in, her head in the affirmative. So Paul and I will hold hands in the car, as I'm sure Stephen Kaylee will sometimes. Times, yeah. But I don't immediately grab her hand. Oh no! As soon as I sat down, he reached over to grab my hand. No, wow! Because, because <laughs> pretty much as soon as she gets in the car, I do that. The only time I really kind of let go is turning right onto a highway or something. I'll I'll switch driving with my right so I can look to the left and then I go is it, back. Is it because you're scared? Yes, very scared. What's crazy is I was driving, not him. I know. It was just like, I was just <laughs> zoned. I'm just, it just, I'm so confused. It was just funny. It was Do funny. you hold her hand when she drives? I I rarely God, I ride, with her, ride with her. <laughs> it's It's been a while since she's driven and I've been on the passenger side. See, I'm the same way there. I love to drive, so like when my wife and I go anywhere, yeah, I yeah. drive. Yeah, I, I, I like driving. And yeah, somebody asked kind of me stuff. if I ever slept while we were going somewhere, and I said that would be fucking dangerous. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I drive, <laughs> that's the rule. I drive. Now, if if you were to get like if there was ever to get like a fully autonomous 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 car, would you sleep? Shh. I'm str- it's a struggle bus. The struggle bus is sorry. Like, I gotta leave him alone. It's just, sorry, it's, just, it, it's carrying over, guys. Would you sleep like in a in a uh, Tesla? Fuck no. I would not let the car drive. I, I, I I'm a hundred years old. I think I would. I'm not sure these newfangled computers are going to work out. You think um, it's just a fad? I think it's a fad. So I saw a deal in I think it's in Phoenix where um, they have like an Uber service that's I know. that's automatic like you just get in the back seat and the the whole thing drives itself i'm sure it's fine well there's there's got to be problems with it right yeah well i mean they've had crashes um and so it's the whole robot tesla tells you that if your car which is auto driving that you need to pay attention and be ready to take over yeah you can still get a dui yeah right you can get dui on anything you get dui on a horse or lawnmower on the road. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, but I mean, this car is supposed to drive for you. So yeah. conceptually, <clears throat> I should right. be able to drink. And sit in the passenger seat and let it take you home. <laughs> right. Right. I'm with you. I mean, <laughs> right. what do but, we, why do we have automatic cars if this the, is not the reason? Why, 
why does Elon Musk exist if so, if so that I can't drink on the way home? Also, okay, your your car won't have it because it's older, but does your Infinity have like the where you can push the buttons and it self drives and turns? Right. And like, Didn't we talk about how I hate the way that it overcorrects for me? Like, really, yeah. it's like it's insistent. So yeah. I, so like, what I it found, wants to stay dead in the middle of the lane, and like I'm going like, hey. Back up, motherfucker! <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll like. I may mosey a little left or mosey a little right. When it's in autocorrect mode, like it wants to be dead in the middle of the lane. Yeah, I'm. It's a computer. <laughs> right? I get it. So, but I find like it. If but you, it's like grabbing the steering wheel out of my hands, like it's like rigid. So just mm-hmm. so don't turn, just don't fight it, just hold on to it and let it do its thing. I did right. that on 430. All how the way is home that gonna day. how that how's that gonna work for me? Like, don't fight it. Like that that seems like good advice for Mark. <laughs> like, give up control. Yeah, let the robot run your life. <laughs> right. <laughs> we let robots run our lives every day. Sure. Right. To well, to a degree. Ah, every every like, if a giant EMP went off and like there was no electronics anywhere, first of all, you'd be dead quicker than anybody. Yeah, not anybody, well, but yeah. Well, you and all the other diabetics. No, right. it would be the people with uh, pacemakers that would mm-hmm. go first. So just hey, back up the okay, back so, off the diabetics. So you're I'd one, be early. You're one A. No, I one C. Yeah, I'm probably two. You, you and my brother would be. Yeah, I'm probably two. I can go without insulin. Right. You just would have to like cut it off. It would kill me eventually. Right. But I could go without it for a <laughs> right. couple of months. Just yeah. like dragging your your corpse leg behind you. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Oof. We got dark in here. <laughs> no, you got dark in here. <laughs> so, more on this cigar. This is a really good cigar, by the way. Yeah. Uh, HVC, solid. Oh, good yeah. Good. Great. The thing that I noticed about, because I smoked 10 or 15 of the HVCs, super burnt. They burn super well. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like they're really tight burners, which I like. Yeah. Especially, the um, is, is the HVC is not four kicks. No. But four kicks is in that category. It's just like almost like perfect burners. Yeah. So I'm guessing Havana <clears throat> HVC is Havana City. Is that what it stands for? Because it's on the band. I honestly don't know. I I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know either. Havana <laughs> City. So I'm gonna. Uh, <clears throat> that's what I'm going with. Havana City. Could be. I have I have like some topics we can talk about on my phone. <laughs> I mean, yes. since I'm just waiting, so, so so my, this, since this I'm just like waiting very, water over here. This is like a meaty cigar to me. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's very, a heavy smoke. Yeah. Um, it's got a, it's got some pepper to it. Like it's a, it's what I would describe as like, this is a full flavored meaty cigar. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. I love broadleaf though. It's yeah. one of okay. my favorite tobaccos. <clears throat> oh yeah. And I know it's getting harder and harder and harder to get, it but, is. uh, man, this is so good. And it's not, I mean, I feel like broadleaf isn't utilized enough. There's, a, I mean, a few of the big name people use will use a Connecticut broadleaf. Everybody has a broadleaf, but like I feel like it's. What it's, do you mean it's not used enough? I, but it, it maybe not used is probably overlooked. I feel like for the general population, of name a c- company that doesn't have no, a broadleaf. No, I'm saying I'm saying like people who enjoy cigars, like they they kind of overlook broadleaf and they go to a Nicaraguan or a Dominican or a Habano, something like that, like. Nobody really says like, "Oh, my favorite leaf is Connecticut broadleaf." You don't see a lot of that. Well, most of the general cigar population doesn't say my favorite leaf is anything. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. But they say my favorite cigar. Most of them probably don't even know they're smoking broadleaf on yeah. on a lot of cigars. So, right. I love broadleaf. I think it's wonderful. 
What's interesting is um, there's a few companies I think that really excel at broadleaf and and they do it in two different forms. So the first one is like this one, right? It's very meaty, heavy, mm-hmm. yeah. um, really good, a lot of flavor. A lot of flavor. The second one is like the uh, Ashton Age Maduro or the Avo Classic Maduro, yeah, where that broadleaf tobacco is actually very sweet, um, and so they blend the cigar specifically to pull out that sweet flavor. And that's where I think a lot of companies miss, whether it's they don't know how to do it or they just can't get it to work right. I don't know what it is, but yeah, um, that is one of my all-time favorite cigars. Anything that can have that broadleaf wrapper but still be on the milder side and have that like leathery cocoa sweetness to it. Well, some of that I was, I was thinking another flavor that I get a lot is like that, uh, like the, um, man, my brain is just <laughs> not working tonight. Uh, molasses. A lot molasses, of like molasses yeah. flavor. That, yeah. That that sweetness, but a little of that that leathery undertones and just that yeah. rough, but just smooth, yeah, and silky. And I'm with you, the uh, I was reading some of the reviews. Like they were talking about, like this is an oily cigar. I don't know about y'all's, but this, mine is not oily. Mine is not oily at all. Um, Did I say at R? At R? At all? <laughs> um, it, it's like I mean, it's a cowboy roll. It's pretty rough. No, uh, I wouldn't veiny. call mine rough. Mine is, um, but it smokes great. Yours is rough. Yeah, it's like it's like ridges and like valleys and stuff. It's the natural veins in the tobacco, but I wouldn't call it rough. Well, I wouldn't call it smooth. I wouldn't call it velour or velvety. It's yeah, I wouldn't call it velvety. It's toothy. See, mine's not toothy. Mine's veiny. Veiny, I guess, is a better term. I, like I, th- I think we're boring. Earlier we're subject. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go to something else. I think we're I think we're boring. Mark. So Aaron's right. golf game is getting better. He, so where did he shoot today on the front nine? Oh, God. It what was, was it? 62? 60, 60-something, 60 yeah. But did you count all of his strokes? Well, we give him a triple bogey max to keep it moving along because I hate slow golf. But we were stuck behind. So we evidently we had like second tee time today, and the people in front of us were just, they were they were struggling. So it's the classic. There was three guys in front of us. We're playing a foursome. There's three of them. They're playing from the blue tees, which they absolutely did not need to. I don't think they hit a single fairway or green in regulation today. Okay. And you do not need to play from the blue tees if you cannot do that. Yep. So it's just like the classic. It happens at every golf course. These guys want to play from the blues because they feel like that's where men should play from, and that's absolute horseshit. You should play from the tees that your handicap says you should, right? Yep. I don't care if that's the red tees. I've made Aaron play from the red tees when he first started Mm -hmm. because that's where he needed to play from to learn the game of golf. Yep. Um, but it, it, that slows down golf so much when you play from the wrong tee box and you just, yep. you're searching for golf balls all day. You can't hit a single green, yeah, you hit would, it in the water 12 times, just slows everybody down. Cause there's yep. one area where it kind of like a dog, uh, dog legs to the right a little bit. So I went up there and set up the tee because I couldn't see him. I go to set up and there's two guys that are just like right over the crest looking for their ball, not yep. 60 yards from us. I'm like, holy shit. So I, I stood up there for five minutes, and then you got people behind us that are piling cha- up on you, chasing us. I'm like, yeah. Jesus, man. Yeah. Problem is, when it's the first group, it really messes up the whole. Yeah, thing. the whole flow is. So gone. the golf course should have been all over them. Um, I've seen people who they won't give early tee times to because they are notoriously on. Yeah. The <clears throat> slow side, um, because if you get the first four or five groups that say aloud and are quick, then everything else kind of flows behind them. Yeah. Um, and, and to be honest with you, the T, the T you play from will make a big difference on this. And 
to be honest with you, the course, if it's well designed from the, it should be playable like Ann Briar in St. Louis. If you ever have a chance to play um, Ann Briar, which has like five tee boxes, four tee boxes, really playable golf course. And it's one of those where um, like you and I could go and Aaron can go and we could we'd be very competitive because the tee boxes are set up that way where he could be playing and we're playing and it's very playable for all of us. Yeah. Good courses are laid out that way, and but the problem is, um, <clears throat> if if Aaron does, Aaron has like uh, uh, an ego problem, yeah, and he goes, "No, I want to roll from the blacks," and you just go, "Dude, you can't roll from the yeah, blacks," no. or I would say, "I want to play from blacks because I can't play from the blacks," right? And you just go, uh, or like a lot of the resort courses, like we played uh, the one in. Uh, uh, Georgia and then or Alabama in the northwest corner and it's like seventy eight hundred from the blacks and yeah. I made a deal with my dad that he would play from like the whites and I would play from the blacks. So I roll back there and I'm like seventy eight hundred yards and I'm like going, Oh fuck me. Seventy eight's long. I hit three wood on a lot of par fours and 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 like five woods on a lot of par fours and and was hitting woods into par fives for my third shot. It's a deal we cut, right? Yeah. I might have still beat him. But I might, I might have got that over competitive streak from my dad, but like my, Rich, who's my brother-in-law, and I like we're like rolling at the back of the the, and you're just going, you're looking at these par fours, and it's like four eighty, and you're just going, you can go, fuck, you know, this it's just yeah. like, just it makes crazy. a long day, it makes for a long day, and it makes for a really uncomfortable day and not a much fun not day. as much fun yeah right whereas if you're at, you're at a 410 yeah it's still a long hole but when i hit the ball 250 then i'm 160 from the green and right. i play it with a reasonable club to a very tough green and and then it's it's playable right. yeah so that that's the point of a well-designed course is it should be playable for all levels of play player it can still be a really tough course and aaron can have all of his struggles and i can have my struggles but they should be you know similar but people, I mean, they've been told they have to roll to the back of the tee yeah, boxes. Yeah, it makes no sense. No, and I'm, so my dad, sorry, my dad today, my dad's, you know, I'm I'm 56, my dad's 76, and my dad was a good golfer. You would never, back in his his day, he started playing golf basically when I did at the same time. You would, so I would always tell my friends, don't bet my dad. Like he's <laughs> like he's a he's like a super. I'd call him the scrappy dude, and because he would just. It was impossible. He'd chip in to beat you. Like he was just one of those guys who just never gave up. And you, you thought you had him the whole time. And then he would find a way on the 18th hole to beat you. And, but he's like going, you know, I, I can't hit it as far as like, you know, the, the game also, as you get older, the game changes. Yeah. And so you, you know, you should be, that's why he, now he should be playing from the gold tees. I mean, mm -hmm. why, why not? Yeah. Enjoy the game. The game is about enjoying it. It's yeah. not about like, Playing from the black tees. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully yeah. this place doesn't have black tees. I think that's the story. They do. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm hitting for, I start. So the first time we played, I played from the reds, but then I was like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not getting the true feel because I'm so no, much farther ahead. Red tees. So whites, I'm whites are good because now I'm actually if driving. If you go back farther than the whites, I'm going to beat them. No, no. You honestly me. should probably be playing the gold still. Golds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, There's I'm, nothing wrong with them. I still think they should assign Handicap, hundred percent. Because I've played with women. Um, I know Aaron's not seen him on a golf course, but I played <laughs> with women because I play competitive golf. 
who women, and, and I, I tell the joke about a girl that I knew in high school who was, she was cute and she was, she was attractive. And she would smile and giggle and guys would let her roll up to the red tees. And I would always whisper in their ears, get her the fuck back here. Cause she's going to throttle all of us from up there. Oh no, she's not. Get her the fuck back yeah. here. Cause she can play and she's just as long as you are off yeah. this tee. You're an idiot. Yep. She's, she, she's a seven handicap and get her the fuck back here. Yeah. I'm not betting her. We're not, we're not doing a group bet. If she's up there on the red tee smiling at you bending over and you're fucking like got a hard on, <laughs> get her the fuck back here. Cause like she can play. Yeah, she's a better putter than you are. She's got better iron play than you, and she's just as long off the tee as you and are, and much better looking. And she's much better looking. <laughs> and they're oh yeah, and then like um like the third three tee, holes in, three yeah. holes in, they're renegotiating the bet. <laughs> yeah. And she's going no 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 no, we agree. Yeah, you made the bet, <laughs> right, dumbass. No, so I have go ahead. No, I'm just I have been pretty lax on if somebody wants to play for most of the time we play like fifty cents a hole. 50 cent greenies, 50 cent sandies, stuff like that. I don't care about Not that. a ton of money, There's right? There's plenty of watch. I'll throw it on the ground. Yeah. That, uh, so I've always been really relaxed about, okay, if you want to bet, like I'll bet you. Like I'm willing to play that, right? But a lot of the guys I play with don't play at that level. Like Mike and, and Will occasionally plays well. Um, but when he's having a bad day, like it's bad. Right. Right. And it happens, happens to all of us. But sure. I never want to be the guy that like is – Okay, we got to play for money today. Like we're yeah. playing for something, right? But Will brought it up today, so how how, how much did you walk away? Because when I left, you were up like thirteen bucks. No, I was up. It's fifty cents uh, a yeah, dot. But, yeah, but like so, thirteen points is six fifty. Yeah, but like per each, like you were saying, like Mike owes you seven. Will owes yeah, you like I ended six. up with like twenty four dollars, <laughs> right? From those two guys. And those, have you ever now, played bigger thing, stakes? On the, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Me too. Not with those guys, but yeah. Here's the thing, though, if if you bring it up and you want to bet me, when we get done with the round, you got to pay me. Like, yeah. I didn't bring it up, but you're going to pay me. Yeah. No, like, and I feel bad about that, but that's just how betting is, right? right. You brought it up. Like, I, I'm, you got to pay I'm, me. I, I'm know? not to the betting stage yet. It's It'll be. And no. I asked him beforehand. I was like, Aaron, do you want to bet? No. No. Mike, do you want to bet? Yeah, I'm in. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not there. Give me a couple years. Like, so what do you play? Because we always used to play Wolf. You know, so they they like to play uh, just for for points like dots, which okay. is fifty cents a dot. Okay, we Sandy Poly Greeny. Yeah. We played a ton of games. Arnie's, yeah, Arnie's. Yeah. So, yeah. My goal today, like last last week, my goal was to play all eighteen. Today's goal, because I was only doing nine, was to play on, seven. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on on a uh, like on a three par. Or yeah, pa- three par, par three. On a par three. <laughs> I've still only used my driver. I actually wanted to use an iron or something on a par three. So I, I did that today just to see how it hit. And I, so I did fine. His driver is impressive. Um, for a guy that just picked the game up, what, two months ago? Uh, we're not going to count October. That doesn't count. I mean, hard into it, maybe eight weeks, I guess. So he hits the ball off the tee fairly well when he makes contact. He's just a little inconsistent, which we all are on off the tee. Um, where, where he struggles now is, with his irons, getting I, down to the ball, yeah, I topped a lot of it. topped a lot of balls today. 
So if we can get you there, and we got to work on your chipping again. Your chipping is atrocious. I know, um, but we'll get that there. <laughs> so I posted, I posted, <laughs> I posted that uh, that creeper meme of like him walking back. Yeah. <laughs> because that was me today. <laughs> it's, that's easy fix. That's pretty yeah. Easy. Well, I had him. Easy fix. He does it occasionally. He hits a really good chip shot. He just it doesn't and, do it. And I was out of the most sand. Most of the time, I got out of the sand twice today. One really good first try, and the other one was like, I was like fucking. Uh, hacking at wood over there just yeah. I was like okay i just need to throw this thing we'll get out you there, there. We'll, we'll go work on your uh on your short game again yeah no it's fun get you but started i looked good though i was yeah uh, that shirt you had on today was fire i was uh, i was dressed by mo uh, this was uh that was a good good shirt good pick mo <laughs> except this, i wore pants today is... couldn't find my shorts so i had to wear pants and they're like kind of swishy, <laughs> <It wasn't... laughs> and uh, you could hear me walking so aaron is the anti-mark because the only reason I will wear a golf shirt is because like they require it. Right. And like, so like I've been kicked off of course, cause I like, <laughs> I don't, I don't have the right clothes on. He, the first thing he gravitates toward, which is just odd. Cause like yeah. I'm the most white bread of all the three of us. <laughs> and he's like, he's like Gandalf or he's like uh, Gimli. Right. Is that, would you say Gimli? Gimli. So, so the way, and the, so, but he's gravitating towards the clothes, like, and I, like, seriously, if he's I could, all about the golf fashion. He's all about the golf fashion. So here, here's the thing: I in in my everyday normal attire, it's gray pants, black pants, I know, black t-shirt, stuff like that. I feel like now, okay, if I have to wear a collar, just, I'm confused. It's that. going to be boisterous and loud. So I mean, seriously, I would. I mean, like, there. Jay was making fun of me because, like, I've we have executives coming in this week, and he's going, "You're going to wear your Def Leppard shirt under that." And I said, <laughs> "You know, yeah, sure, <laughs> yes." If you play cards right, maybe my Spider Man. Maybe it could be my Spider Man or my Deadpool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, what are we talking about? And like on a golf course, if I could get away with my like gym shorts and like tennis shoes and like like a ACDC shirt. Like I'm, yeah. What the yeah. fuck we're talking about? We're oh. playing golf. We're not like, it's not like, uh, it's not like Paris. Somebody commented one time. I showed up to the range in like athletic wear, like a pair of gym shorts and a and a breathable shirt that like you work out in, because it's a hundred and four, right? And so like I'm trying to be comfortable and not yeah. sweat thirty pounds of sweat off of my body. Yeah. And the guy was like, "You show up to the golf course wearing workout clothes," and I'm like. I'm having a good time, like right. staying cool. Right. You can be miserable over there. Yeah. I don't care. Didn't know I signed up for the PGA. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's like, I speaking of gym shorts, I broke my number one cardinal rule this week at work. I wore gym shorts and tennis shoes. What? At uh, at the shop. It was wow. just so, so hot. I mean, it was like. This week was brutal. In, so the, yeah, was in the shop, it was like 113. I was like, I'm, I'm just, I, if I'm going to drop something on my foot, I'm going to be cool. Uh, even so it was, was hot. I told my dad that it had been like a thousand days, which wasn't factually accurate because last year we had a hundred. <laughs> one day it was a hundred, but it had been like a thousand days till last year where it had been a hundred physical degrees in Arkansas, which had been like the, one of the longest stretches ever in Arkansas yeah. that hadn't been a hundred degrees. And the, one of the reasons is we'd had a lot of rain. Yeah. And so, um, 
Well, we broke. We had a hundred one time last year. Well, that we we come we out shattered of that. that. We've, we've come out of that little string with on fire, yeah. literally. Yeah, because it has been in the past fourteen four days, days. Yeah, four days in a row where it had been a hundred degrees, and two days where it had been a hundred and two. Yeah, um, and the difference between a hundred and a hundred two for the record. Yeah. It's hot. And it's just when so, you're down here in the humidity, it, oh, 100 to fuck. 102 is bad. Yeah. So I had a lady call me from Minnesota. Who, they're checking on me after I get out of the hospital to make sure that I'm following <laughs> orders, which is fine. And she's from Minnesota. And she said, uh, she closes the call with saying, so is it hot down there? And I said, well, it was earlier in the week. And I said, man, it's not too bad. It's like 95 and really humid. And she goes, What? <laughs> And I said, well, that's that's not too bad. It's, it's cold front. Be, yeah. it's, a, it's supposed to be 101 tomorrow. She goes, do you, what, do they close stuff down? And I said, no, no, it's fine. Yeah. So when For, it snows up there, do they close stuff down? And they, she goes, no. I said, well, they do down here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they close stuff up there when it's 100 degrees? Oh, they panic. Oh, my gosh. Oh, they panic. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like last week, last week was absolutely brutal. And as for somebody who works outside, like, there's days where it's hot, of course, because it's summer. But then there's days where it's just like this is unbearable. Like it sucks. Like it yeah. was. It was 89 percent humidity. Felt like 113. Yeah, was, I mean, it was miserable this like, week. Like I was installing a job, and I was just like, I was just laughing with with my other guy who's Mark, I work with, and I was like, dude, if if this was a stain grade job, like we would we just would have to stop because mm-hmm. we we're just touching everything we touched. Would, would just would would just turn like a sweat sweat mark and everything. It was just so bad. It was just, and like even then, like you go somewhere, like your hot your car's hot until you get to the destination you you need to go to. Yeah, just, <laughs> your car has remote start. Oh, I know, and I've utilized the hell out of it. Bougie. Okay, let me tell you. But yeah. even then, like for because it 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 cuts off after ten minutes, but even then, like it's still hot. On the inside, I guess. Before you get out, crank that air conditioner all the way well, down. Well, no, no. So the I I can I control it when I auto start. It does goes your, to full cool. Does full your cool. seat have heat and cooling? I have I have heat and I don't have cooling. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sorry. You know what they need to bring back? <laughs> you know what they need to bring back? They need to bring back. Slushies. Mine doesn't have either. <laughs> Mine has cooling. They need to bring back the vent that was under the steering wheel. Oh, like it blows up your shorts. That a lot of old old vehicles Skirt. had. And man, I told my wife this week, if so I could nice. get away with wearing a dress, I probably would do a kilt <laughs> this past week. I probably would have my, my dad's like, you should wear your kilt. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to wear a kilt at work, <laughs> but th- thanks. Um, I already don't like wearing shorts at work. So let alone something where that has no, it, it was so hot this week. Normally my wife and I go to Aaron and Moe's patio and we smoke cigars and drink and watch whatever YouTube videos or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was so hot one night. I texted Aaron. I was like, are you smoking? He's like, no. Mo's outside. I was like, I think it's too hot to even yeah. sit out there. Like, I it's don't like, think I want to come over tonight. Yeah. It's so yeah. hot. I was like, yeah. I don't, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. yeah. There was like, one night I didn't go outside because I usually go out about nine after I finish my, yeah. my IV antibiotics and I just smoke one cigar. That's what I do a day. And it was like, I went outside at nine and went, nope. Yeah. It was too hot. But yeah. this this morning was beautiful. This morning was nice. It was really nice. It got nice. hot after you yeah, left. Yeah, after I left, I, I saw the sun finally came out, but it was yeah. overcast most of the time. But like a, a really nice breeze. I think it only 85 or so when we were out there. It yeah, was, it, was, it was pleasant today. Uh, other than the first hole where like that sun was right at us and I just couldn't see anything. Like it was, it was nice outside today. 
But yeah, Arkansas, actually a lot of the South, a lot of the U.S. has been under a, just brutalized by heat. So I talked to Tim who went to Florida and he said it wasn't bad. They were regretting coming <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm yeah. headed to uh, Orange Beach here in a couple weeks. You guys nice. been there? I've never I, been to Florida. I've been in the area, it, but it's a nice it's Alabama, area. but yeah. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah. Right been, on the edge. The, the only the only uh, beach in Alabama I've been to is Gulf Shores. That's the, only That's beach. the yeah. same thing. Oh, the same one? Okay. So, yeah. 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 Tim went to Luke Bryan's cigar shop. Yeah, uh, Shore Things. Shore Things, yeah. Um, it's just outside of Destin, I think. He said he did not see Luke Bryan, but he did hear <laughs> Luke Bryan recorded singing to him. Oh, I bet that's all they play. Oh, that suck. I, I like Luke Bryan. Yeah, he's not bad. We saw him in concert. Loudest concert we've ever been to. Jesus Christ, so loud. <laughs> and we, for the record, did not have good seats. No, I we did not. Him, and we were way away, but we were close enough to see oh, some yeah. of the tidy, Those tightest bridges. Jennings. Jeggings we've ever seen on a there's man. A, there's no way they could have actually been denim because you cannot get yourself on. in those pants. No. Oh, they got the they got those like uh, jeggings. Like, that's what he just said. Like bird dogs. It's like sweatpants yeah. or but they're like, I don't know. they look like khakis. no. These look like jeans. Yeah, well, they have like yeah. jeans and he khakis. Is, but we it's were like talking tights. about Little Big Town because we I was talking to somebody about Little Big Town, who is uh, one of my favorite bands. Yes, yeah. the two women have just angels' voices. Oh yeah. But they're very skinny women. They're beautiful women, but they're very skinny women. And he is skinnier than those two women. Yeah, he might be. He's just the skinniest. Yeah. I mean, you look at some of those guys and they're like good old country boys, like, uh, I don't know, Colt Ford, who's yeah. like, a, like me. <laughs> yeah. But those two women, probably 70 pounds each. <laughs> and he has got to no. be 65. No, they're really skinny, dude. Really skinny. That's gross. He, yeah. And it was interesting because you go from I think it was Dustin Lynch that opened. Yeah, he's a, big who's a short guy, but he's he's built, you know, a pretty yeah. muscular guy. Yeah. And then Luke Bryan comes out and he's got the tightest pants I've ever seen on a I man like, in my I like life. A couple, I like several Luke Bryan's. First of all, drink a beer about a oh, uh, yeah. friend passing. And Stapleton wrote that one. Stapleton wrote that one, and uh, um, uh, what uh, fishing, hunting, loving hunting, every fishing, loving every day. Yeah, and I, you know, the last time I listened to country song. Probably when I had to listen it today when we played golf. Well, yeah. okay. Well, it's the Tyler one. Childers came on. The, he's like, "What is this? The, this the is Tyler awful." Ch- the last time I, I was like, shows. "This is whiskey drinking I'm music just right here." Sitting here drinking beer, <laughs> wasted. Yeah, so. yeah, no, Luke Bryan's. Um, I mean, he's got some show. good stuff. It's a good show. Yeah, he's fun. Yeah, he I falls couldn't into hear anything the, for two weeks, but yeah, Jeez, I got, I got so excited. Loud. I, got, I actually turned to Steve and went, "Is this a little loud?" <laughs> Just dialed up. I was like, "What? What?" <laughs> so the, uh, the the loudest show I've ever been to is is in here in Little Rock. It was a band called the Red Cord, and they're just known to put on heavy, loud shows. And they were, I think, they were co headliners. And I could not hear anything for a week. Like it was just deafening inside there. It was I've so seen loud. Metallica. I've seen heavy metal bands, and let me just say, Luke Bryan louder. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. Just like loud. Do you need another lighter, dude? Oh, that DuPont is ponted out. Ponted out. Yep. So in the addiction show, I've gotten a bunch of... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> right. By the way, I need to bring my Saints and Sinners lighter in, which is at this point a uh-huh. blowtorch. So I don't have a small... Uh, it's an arc welder. <laughs> it's, a, it's an arc welder. I don't have a small screwdriver. The big one? Yeah, the That's big one. That's the one you're talking about? Yeah, we need one. to come and turn it down. But uh, I've gotten a lot of bunch of really positive feedback on the addiction podcast. 
all of it has been incredibly personal and awesome feedback. Um, I want to say that, um, in particular, I want to say thank you to Phil again for sharing his story, which yeah. was, I think, every person who's talked to me has talked about how powerful Phil's yeah. uh, story was, and I, I cannot agree more. Um, I've gotten some really positive feedback about last week's uh, story with our, our podcast with with Norman, Rocky, and, and Charlie. Yep. Um, so, um, uh, and just because I told my family not to text me, they of course all did. Um, so, uh, so I, I haven't told y'all what happened to last week's audio. Did I, you told me, so all so that nobody heard last week. So <laughs> all that stuff we were dealing with, uh, pre recording show, um, it recorded nine minutes of Norman, Charlie, 15 minutes of Rocky, and the audio was just not there. And so I got an email from Squadcast saying, hey, we're having issues with this. There's a patch coming, blah, blah, blah. So I I will say this again. I cannot thank those three enough because they were all on one audio file for not talking over each other. It was, oh, wow. it was glorious because I had to use the single audio for three people. And I've never oh, done that our before. Board. Or I had to use our board's audio for that. Because I could yeah. not get squat because it just it's just gone. Like I was yeah. pulling my hair out trying to get it fixed. Just could not get. It. I think you came over that night or something. Yeah, yep. because we had dinner. Yep, it was my birthday. Yeah, it was July fourth, and I was like, man, I've been trying on this for like three hours, and it just yeah. I was I was emailing people back. You don't the- ever talk to me. The only time I ever talked to I came in here for the record. I've been in this cigar shop three extra times this week, <laughs> including when Aaron was here once. He doesn't ever talk to me. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> I will say. It's like we have a limited number of words I, together. I, I will he say. He doesn't want to waste he good podcast waste material. <laughs> he doesn't. I will say, <laughs> since we have opened up the new members area, it's a little harder for me to hang out in the members area Whiny while bitch. I'm working. That's the hard thing. <laughs> but the new humidor is open. So let's talk about that. Yeah, because the new humidor looks... Spectacular. So we have to give Aaron all the credit for that. All of the credit? All of the credit. All we did was move stuff. He Well, I'm not giving you any of the fucking credit. (laughs) I had to sit here one hour one night for about an hour while you two argued about that, so I should get as much credit as you do. (laughs) (laughs) He uh he killed it. Amazing. Oh, he it looks absolutely amazing. killed it. He he yeah, got on here and and busted his it ass looks and as got good it built. As any humidor great. that I've seen in any shop, it's yeah. sharp and it's um, it's really open and airy to the point where my first thought, and I I think I shared this with Aaron when I walked in, is where did you put the fucking cigars? <laughs> yeah. And so I talked to Doug yesterday, and Doug's a whiny bitch. I don't know if I told you this, <laughs> and I said. He goes, what do you think of the new humidor? I said, Aaron killed it. It looks beautiful. Yeah. It's really open. The lighting is really great. Yeah. And when you guys finally get cigars in there, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, you just bitch about everything. I said, I just gave you a compliment about the humidor. But apparently, since he wasn't receiving the compliment, it wasn't really well yep. received. What, what I'm amazed at is... I mean, it's really open. The I mean, only, it's the only, beautiful. The only thing we've added is like six boxes of HVC cigars on the shelf. Every it's bit stunned. of that, every bit of that came out of that small room. I cannot believe it. It's it like Hermione's bag. You go in there and your first thought really, I mean, really it is. Holy shit. You don't have any cigars. Cause it was, they were like, st- you went in there. First of all, fat guy torture in the other one. Right? Yeah, that was Cause you're like, space. had to turn and you yeah. had to turn. <laughs> it was like, you were fucking, you hated me. And so, um, 
And it was like, they were like all jammed together on top of each other. And then you go in here and there's like three inches of space between every box. And I, I don't think most people notice that. Yeah. Because you just go, well, there's, there's cigars in here because there's tons of cigars in there. Oh yeah. But I noticed that there's three inches of space between every box, which is a trick that cigar shops use to make yep. it look like there's more cigars. Yep. And how do I know that? Cause I've done it. Yep. Yeah. And so I know uh, there might be a chance that somebody's in Las Vegas right now rectifying that, right? Yep. Um, so I told Doug, he goes, no, no, we got tons of cigars in there. And I said, dude, you have three inches between every box. You can sell that shit to somebody else who doesn't know the game. I said, but it's just stark. It's it's stunning compared to the it's other giant old contrast. One, yeah. 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 yeah, just huge contrast. But if you if you look at like dollar wise, what's in there? It's, it's the same. It's still a ton of money. Oh, it's a huge boy. I mean, the new humidor is so much, it's so much bigger, so much bigger, and it's beautiful and it's it's extremely well laid out. Yeah, um, it's going to help the humidification a ton because yep. it's going to be there's going to be a lot of spacing in there. It's just it's a win win. It's just such a great it's, situation. It's got a doorknob that actually doorknobs. Well, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a little bit about that. I, I think I'm gonna pass by that. So, uh, <laughs> well. If somebody would framed up the the hole opening right the first time, and I could have shimmed the door. That's the out. hour I'm not getting back, right? Yeah. Is yeah. that the hour I'm not getting <laughs> yes, back? Yes, that yeah. is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we almost we uh, we almost had an issue, but I I took care of it. Nothing. Nothing. That's, that's where the props need to be given. Nothing. Aaron took nothing a, a uh, nothing an eight pound sledge won't won't fix. Aaron, so. Aaron took a a very uh, bad situation and got with it and and made it great. And so he he's owed all the props for so that. I'm totally going to let that situation go because I know enough to like probably yeah, poke that and make everybody aggro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to let that go. So what I like is the window in particular lightens, lightens up that um, room so that it's really easy to see in there and stuff. Yeah. Um, I always think we had, we had you know, the back of the human, we still do, they do, in, in Cigars for Fishing on Springfield, they had like the back window back of the wall was was a window mm-hmm. so it created a lot of natural light which really i think makes a great looking humidor and you guys do that with that side window and i think it really makes a huge difference and i think you guys well, do and, and whenever we eventually get to the point of tearing down the old wall and doing all that kind of stuff it'll it'll yeah, it'll, it'll open show up even more it'll open up even more but yeah it's, and leds we're gonna put the leds back up yeah they don't they're not needed but it's crazy when you see it without them and then you it, add it, them, it, just makes it, it makes it a better. totally different look. Yeah, it just yeah. makes it look a lot cleaner and just yeah. a little more sophisticated. It just, well, but, but, but the whoa, LEDs whoa, whoa. we have in there are really <laughs> nice. None of that sophisticated shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm glad. Like we were up here, I was up here late and I left, I bounced like two hours early. I left at midnight. I was like, I'm done. My part's done. I got to be at the job in like five and a half, six hours. Mm-hmm. I just, after being yeah. out all day working in the heat, I was just, I was shot. And then I left at midnight and came here Thursday the next day and talking to Doug. I was like, what time did y'all leave? He's like, oh, it was almost two. I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't hang anymore. Just moving the cigars in there? Well, we had to do the entire shelf. Like, all it was. Oh, hang the shelves and stuff. But, so, I say we. Aaron did most of it. He had to move the door. So the whole frame had to come out and then be put into that space. Well, and first the door I had, had, had to be had moved. A crown, I had a crown, the, the top part. Yeah. And then uh, then we had to put all the shelves are on like a bracket system. 
So we had to move all that from the old humidor and okay. then add the new stuff and then move and all I, the shelves yeah. over and he had to cut the shelves. And, and I had I had notes on where the studs were and then I had to cut a few of the shelves. One section was a new section, so we had to make that line up. And then it's just... After, yeah. after the hard part was done, like after my part was done, I was like, all right, there's... I'm just too many people. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm out. And it took us probably another hour and a half or two to move all the cigars over after that because we had them out. Yeah, here just like stacked up so it took yeah, a while I saw some pictures of them out there yeah because they're all they doug was still trying to convince me that it was <laughs> and i knew that there was the same amount of scars in there but I it's mean, just so much more space yeah. so much more space. now we, we went from really, and then i started saying you know what you need to carry and then he of course was disagreeing and telling me <laughs> other stuff and i told him to shut up yeah we went from about <laughs> uh it was like 130 square feet to this one i think it's like 248 yeah Right well, at two fifty, so almost almost double the size. Yeah, yeah. So looks awesome. Yeah, and it's yeah. I, I'm going to redo the island. What you know down the road, so so we'll that we can it up a little bit. Creep in on the fat guys again. <laughs> I think no, you should fucking leave it alone. No, I'm, I'm actually going to make it. Uh, I want to make it shorter. Um, Width wise, probably about the same. Well, the oh, idea is that we'll, the short stacks. Good. We'll build it like a three level pyramid table almost. So so it'll it'll have tiers of cigars. Yeah, Paulo was mad today because uh, the dog treats were on the top shelf, and I was hooked up to the IV. <laughs> and and she goes, "Can you help me?" I said, "I can't." I, I can. She goes, "Then why do you put stuff at the top?" And I said, "So, <laughs> so all the short stacks need me, so, so we can have these conversations." Mo's giving us the eye. <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. I mean, you're, otherwise you're, I'm not needed. That's what I always tell my wife, so baby. You, it's just so that you know that I'm still needed, <laughs> right. and I feel needed. I still that's have the only role. reason. <laughs> still have a role. Yeah, because your your wife's short too. So yeah, all three of our wives are short, and I and I think your cabinets are even taller though because you have yeah. ten foot ceilings. Yeah, they're up there. All of our doors. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. Our living room ours are really tall. Yeah. Yep. So, oh, we talked fifty minutes on nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Talks about your golf game. That's nothing. Yes. No, I like. I'm fully invested. I I can't wait to play again. I I just need to join. Of course, I really liked um, Eagle Hill today. But where's so the, Eagle Hill? Uh, so it's on Highway Five. Uh, it's as uh, you're going towards Otter Bryant. Creek. Otter area. Creek. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I roughly know. But like everybody else is yeah. is a member it's at that way. Hurricane. So I'll probably join. no no it's that <laughs> it's way. That way. <laughs> Um, I'll probably join a hurricane, but I, I was hurricanes nice enough. They I need liked, to water the grass a little more. Well, I, everybody, I everybody see, needs to water. It's the even grass. worse at Eagle Hill. Yeah, I mean but, it, it's so dry. I hit a I hit like a three hundred ten yard drive today. I probably actually only carried it like two sixty. Yeah, but then it just like hits this dry ground and yeah, just just like, takes off. Like even our neighbor, like I my grass, I really like taking care of my grass. I like well. I like paying people to take care of my grass. There we go. There we go. Um, <laughs> but like, it's not. It's it's losing the vibrant green that it had last month. But it's, it's just. Rough. We, I mean, we haven't had rain, significant amount of rain. Yeah. In six weeks, yeah, you're gonna have just, to start watering it. It's just fucking dry. Like, yeah. It is dry, dry. So hot and dry. It's like we live in the desert. Ugh. Yeah, but except it's ninety percent humidity. It just doesn't fall. Yeah. Yeah. So gross, and and I get to move the the wood shop this week on top of everything else. Still so, got yellow hands from that. Uh, it's slowly going Starting away. To come off. It's finally coming away. <laughs> yeah, my my hands. I, I moved uh, I moved a bunch of racks uh, 
Friday and had to set them up in our new shop. And it's just like kind of a, a yellowy rust on it. And my hands were just Simpson yellow all weekend. <laughs> so gross. Like I yeah, was, we went to a farmer's market and he's like picking stuff up and the yellow's like rubbing off on the fruit. <laughs> it's just, it wasn't that bad. No, but, it wasn't. But it was like, I mean, you can still kind of see it on my palm a little bit, but I've scrubbed this with everything and it just, it's part of me now. I'm rust man. <laughs> just, just gross. Rust man. That's and great. Shitty superpowers. <laughs> everything you touch rusts. I'm like the opposite of Midas, King Midas. <laughs> Oh, let's see. I had a few like show subject notes. I don't know if there are any good. PCA is this week. Have you heard anything from Brandon? Yeah, PCA is going. Yeah, I've talked to him a couple times. Uh, Has he bought every single cigar? I think he's doing pretty good at not ordering a ton this year. We're uh, because of the renovation and the and the wholesale business. We're not in a position to just go and spend you know one hundred twenty thousand dollars like we normally do which is good because we always end up with too much and, and then we have to try to figure out <laughs> what to do with it all. Right. So he's being a lot more selective of what he's picking up. We're ordering a little more efficiently um, to try to take advantage of some deals. But a lot of the companies give us the deal outside of the PCA mm-hmm. yeah. show. So we've been able to take advantage of those prior to the show. So that's been a lot of, we've been able to alleviate a lot of what Brandon will have to do while he's there. Nice. Normally, I would go with him, but because we're not spending a, a boatload of money on stuff, we don't have to go to you know a hundred different appointments. And so. I figure next week we'll try to we'll try to get him on and he can do a post PCA wrap up. And okay. because there's other there's other like conferences, yeah, continued education yeah, saw, and stuff like yeah. that. I'm interested in some of the scars I saw. Um, Crux had a new Habano, mm. uh, yeah. Guild, it looks like. Yeah, Padron's got a new one he called me about the other day. So Padron has one that they did a collaboration with Fuente. That's the one I'm really mm-hmm. interested in. Yeah, I'm hoping he went and bought that one too. We'll see. But uh, Tatawahe's got a new one coming. Yeah. Um, there's a handful of new ones we'll be getting in in the next saw that few our, months. Saw our buddies up in New York had one, the La Bodega. Try that one out. But yeah, there, I mean, it, I, I saw a bunch of like other shows went and everything and i was like man i got some fomo on that yeah I'll tell you that right now but uh but i've never been see i've never been so you two have been it's hectic man yeah I do. yeah somebody was asking but, me but going as just like i wouldn't be working i would just be meandering and just yeah. taking nope. it in and, and doing we should go sometime stuff. so you can go and then you can get that all pissed out of your system <laughs> and then uh, we can like look at it uh from afar and go yeah we, we don't have to do that again. i love how brandon had to take the shittiest airline there because front, the only direct flight frontier is the only one that goes direct to vegas now yeah, yeah. it's crazy i'm gonna fly southwest we paul and i were talking to my family today because we were debating so we're we're talking about maybe going back up to to illinois in um later this year later this summer and we talked about going to Vegas for the fifth anniversary of the shooting, and uh, and so we we've, we've talked about that. And we're, I'm not going to fly Frontier. Yeah, I, I'm just not. It's rough. No, thank you. Yeah, I don't blame you. And so Southwest, it's like yeah. through Denver or through Phoenix or whatever. And so you're just looking at going. It doesn't really with Southwest. It doesn't really raise the cost too much. No, like maybe sixty bucks, a hundred bucks. But it's like, ah, fuck, like two flights. And yeah, I'm you got to connect. As, as long as like you can maybe find that flight where you don't have to change planes. 
but they have to stop in D- Dallas or something. I don't mind that. See, I would rather get off the plane if I'm going to stop. Really? Yeah. See, see I, I, like, whenever we've gone to, like, when we were flying back from the Bay or whatever, like, we had to stop at a small airport outside L.A. or whatever. I don't know. But, like, we were the only two that didn't get off. But with being Southwest, you know, it's just kind of grab your seat and go. Mm-hmm. Everybody else got off. I'm like, shit, I'm changing seats. I'm going, rather than going 1A just to piss off that person who always did that, <laughs> I wanted that exit, the... Uh, yeah, with no seat in front of the you. The emergency exit. Like, yeah. That's what I wanted. Like That's what I always got when I flew as a rep. I, I always would book that seat if yeah. available. Yeah. And almost every... I got just enough status... <laughs> Where I could get that seat. I didn't get upgraded, but I got that seat, you know. Yeah, and when the flight attendant comes around, they're like, sir, do you handle the res- – I will do all the responsibility. Yeah, I got the door. I've got this. <laughs> Trust me. I want this seat. Yeah. <laughs> the only time that is not a good pick is on a really long flight because that seat does not recline. That's brutal. Yeah. So see, if you're I, on anything over about four hours, you can't. it's awful. See, I don't I – don't, here's the thing. I don't recline my seat when we fly because I don't want to be that asshole because I know there's somebody behind me. I don't want to like be all intrusive all up in there. So I'll sit, I'll, I'll have it seated up. I, I don't mind that. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been on a flight and like you've noticed and somebody's foot is like, that will not happen beside you. That will not be okay. Like if that happened. To I me, will stand up and say something to somebody. That happened to me one time before. And, uh, it was, I think it was whenever we left uh, Austin, or was it Austin? Where did we go to uh, the game? Houston. Yeah. When we went, uh, left Houston <laughs> to go to, to Vegas, and a rogue foot just appeared. Nope. And I just nope. sp- spilt my drink, and that foot disappeared and yeah, didn't come I back. I bet. So, yeah, that, like, No. So I was on a plane. I don't want want your dirty toes (laughs) all up brushing my elbow. I was on a plane with uh, Polly, who used to be our Ashton rep. Uh And uh, this guy sitting right behind him had his phone. He was listening to music with no headphones on. Oh, Oh, fuck. Which is not allowed on an airplane, by the way. It's against the rules. Really? Yes. And Polly stands up and turns around and, like, is pretty nice to the guy, but firm telling him like hey put your headphones on and the guy can't hear him because his music is so loud that loud that loud and paul goes put your fucking headphones on (laughs) wow okay nice did you hear that one he heard that one (laughs) did the headphones go on yes they did so you know it's weird like that's one of those things like people just hate like if we're sitting around here on a normal day and somebody has their phone if you want to show me a video i'm it is what it is Uh, like just straight blast music or whatever but, like, whenever, even if it's not loud and somebody's just still talking, no, normal conversation, like, we don't have an issue with that. But why does it make a difference when it comes out of a box? Like, if it's the same volume as just two people here talking. Like, if me and you are just sitting talking right here and Joe Schmo is here and their volume is, like, really low but you can still hear it, why does that well, enrage us so much? I think so it's much? because, like, you're trying to have a conversation yeah, but if he was having a conversation like with Mo across the way, like they would still have their conversation, we still have ours. It wouldn't bother us. But it's just but that it's one because thing. they're engaged in a conversation. It's not just like watching YouTube yeah, or, but, but, or Facebook but, reels but that's over, what I'm and saying. over and over and like, over TikTok. Like why? I mean, where is that correlation where 
it just becomes infuriating because, because, they're, because I'm on they're it. sucked into their phone. They're not engaging in conversation. That's why it's irritating. I don't know. It just, it's weird. If you're, if you're in a conversation, have a conversation. But if I'm in a conversation, don't get on your phone. Like even like walk, and disturb everybody. Like, like if we're going, if we're shopping somewhere, me and you, we're talking, going down the aisle or whatever. But like if somebody is on, you hold my hand or no? <laughs> only on the golf carts. <laughs> but like if somebody is on their speakerphone talking, they're talking to somebody like as that if is, they would be walking the same way. It's the same thing. That's the old person thing. But you see what? But, but you see what I'm talking about? Like why does it? Why does it enrage us so much just because that person Mike, is not there? Mike got me with this the other day. Last weekend, we played golf on Saturday. Uh-huh. We ended up with five people. You're not supposed to have five. It's one of the rules, <laughs> right? It's not that big a deal. <laughs> yeah, but really. at Hurricane, it he, happens all the time. He got you. So yeah. no big deal. We had five, right? Mike was late. We were on the second hole already. And Mike calls me, and he's like, hey, where are you guys at? We're on number two. Get a cart. Come meet us out there. He's like, well, how many people do you have? I said, well, we've got five we're not supposed to have five. Mike goes, well, you're on speakerphone. Reggie's right here. <laughs> the head pro. Right. <laughs> I'm like, Mike, take me off speaker. What are you doing? Right. That is like typical old man move. Yeah. And like, I could, like, if he got me kicked off the course, I'd have been pissed. Yeah. Because you, he's an old man and has to talk on speakerphone. All right. I hate people. That have to speak <laughs> it's on. crazy. No, I will. It drove me nuts. Right. But in public, why would you do yeah, that? Yeah. I have no idea. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if that if if that person is talking to the same person that they're talking to on the phone in person, it doesn't bother us. But but when a phone is then involved, is it because the frequency is a little off? It's a little, like, metallic-y almost? Like, there's something there that it just embeds in our brain like this is... Don't do that. I think it's just, to, for me, it's just be engaged in what you're doing. Like, yeah. it's, get off the phone if you're walking just, around. It's just funny. It's just one other of those, people. It's just one of those things I Or put your headphones on so yeah. I don't have to listen to your conversation. Yeah. No, it's just yeah. one of those things I, I, I have. I don't want to hear about your sister in law's foot fungus. Like, <laughs> no. Let's go. <laughs> have you ever seen like the video of like two people like sitting in a toilet? One's not really going, but one's going and like, One's talking on the phone. The other person is answering, but they're on the phone as well. But like every, oh, yeah. every, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have seen that. Oh, I love those. That's great. So what do you think of these cigars? I like this cigar. I'm not sure this is like my favorite cigar ever. Um, I know Steve's having trouble getting, keeping it lit because he's like a chatty cat. Talking too much tonight. Yeah. You, should, you should do it on a phone. <laughs> here, 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 people out there. Listen to the show with your speaker uh, through the through the through the speaker. Please don't let everybody else enjoy. Please what, do not. What the show is about. <laughs> That's how you make friends. No. <laughs> no, I like this cigar. It's like, uh, it, it's a it's to me it's a little tanniny. It's made my my mouth really dry. Yeah, I would um, agree. Like I'm just sucking down this bottle of water like nothing else. But it's a it's a good. Um, it's a three quarter at most, I'd say. Yeah, I don't think this would be a full. Uh, good flavor though, um, but body wise, three quarter. Um, but I'm we are talking a lot, so it's kind of you're not getting a good reel on, yeah. on how it's staying lit and everything. But it's for the most part, it's it's well. It, it started off to me a little more flavorful and and better. It's as I've gotten into like the second, third, the second has kind of toned down a lot and it's just like, yeah, 
it's, it's good. It's solid, yeah. but it's not like, wow. It's kind of like that cigar we smoked the other night where you're like, hey, I got these yeah. cigars. That I don't know what they <laughs> yeah. are, so we're just going to yeah. smoke them. I got my humidor, and I had like nine or ten cigars that have no bands on them. I have no idea what they are. So, no so, clue what so they brought, are. You brought them over. So, so like, I brought them over. I'm like, we're going to play uh, humidor roulette. Yeah. <laughs> that made all, all of us had to smoke one and had no clue what it was. Yeah, so we're smoking, and, <laughs> and he was like, how is it? I was like, honestly, I can't taste anything. I'm just doing it just because... You told me to. I'm doing it. And he's like, I'm thinking the same thing. I was like, then why are we doing this to ourselves? Because you got to try it. Sometimes you smoke a cigar just to go, were they any good? It, no. no. Mine, mine was. It was so-so. Mine was pretty so-so. good. But the first the first third was really good. But then the second, it was like. But that did happen to me a couple weeks ago. I went over to his house and grabbed one out of there that, again, didn't have a band on it. And I smoked it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. What is this? And it had no band. And I'm like. <laughs> one, oh, one out of your hands. Useless, humidor? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no clue what it was. Usually, the, I so I know the only ones that don't have a band in my humidor are the uh, the Viaje shotgun shells. Well, so uh, when I was a rep, a lot of people would give me stuff to mm-hmm. try. Yeah. And so a lot of those are like bundle cigars, and, yeah. and some of them are really, really good stuff. They just don't put bands on them. Some of the like Hawaii exclusive crown heads and stuff like that don't have a band. And, oh, really? Or like it may have been something I opened and and then didn't have time to smoke or whatever, so I ended up just putting it back. So some of them are really good. Some of yeah. them are just bundles. Well, like even like the LFD Cab Five. Yeah. Like I have a few of those. There's a couple of those in there, and I don't know what they are. But like I have a few of those, but I know I know that they are Cab Five. But these are actually in cellophane, which is weird. Which not a lot of them came in cellophane. Um, I think when they started shipping them in bundles instead of, um, instead of the in the box, okay. they started putting cellophane on. Yeah, them. so I, I know I have the I know those as Cab Five. Yeah, but uh, yeah, everything I have is going to have a band on it, other than my shotgun shells. That's that's it. But those, I mean, you can if you're a Viaje fan, you, <laughs> right. just, you just know what they yeah, are. Yeah, those are super hard to figure out. Yeah, I need to get a couple of those. I need those to buy are, a couple from you. Have you had those? I love the shotgun oh, shells. Those are so probably good. the best cigar Viaje makes. Yeah, you're probably right. I was just trying to I was trying to argue with you because I love fucking arguing with you. But then I'm going, you know what? Nope. Those are probably the best. I would so say good. the the red the zombie birthday, the red zombie is the my birthday favorite. blends. So they they do have a new one coming out. I think it came out last week or it's coming out this week, but it's called the Geisha and the box is gorgeous. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm I'm doing the math. I'm like, they got that one, they have another one coming out. I'm like, all right, two boxes. It's like five hundred dollars. We just really, I wish we really sold VI here. But those shotgun shells are so meaty. Oh, they're great. Oh, they're delicious. So delicious. And they're just, and they're 40 minutes, even though they're short, you know, they're just, they're a 40 minute perfect cigar. Mm -hmm. God, I love Well, because you get all that, it's kind of like the nub where you're getting all that flavor in the last third. You're just getting that automatically. So, I know that they said that nonsense. Um, I don't know what the last third flavor means, Aaron. I'm not calling. I'm bullshit. with him on that. That's bullshit. <laughs> that's but, marketing. Um, but and you know what? Then it but it is. It is real. It is is a flavor from go to end on that. So maybe you're right. So Who like, the fuck okay, knows those shotgun shells. But they're, they're perfect from the go to the end. There and there's not a lot of flavor change. They're just like really good, flavorful cigars. Yeah. Same note the whole time, but. Who the fuck cares? It's 40 minutes. Well, right. then, well, I don't need know. like complicated like massage dancing girls. <laughs> I just want a really good cigar. But then you know what? I mean, I have a I have a boatload. So what we need to do is it has <laughs> what? 
of of shotgun shows. Oh, Viajes. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. So it has. So Steve, distract him. Mo, yeah. Go get the book, shotgun shells. So it has a closed foot. So what we need to do one night is we need to smoke one normal, and, and then, then smoke cooked. and then smoke one backwards to see if there is a I difference. I don't want to smoke it backwards. Ooh. So no, what we need to smoke it is sideways. <laughs> Like a flute. Punch it, punch it in the middle and smoke it. Right. Lady in the trampet. Lady in the trampet. That'd be awesome. We could smoke a bit. I love that cigar. Like a I gas mean, flute. Because you actually, that was the VI <laughs> cigar that I got involved in because mm-hmm. for some reason they threw in like one of the online places, they said shotgun shells for like some ridiculously low amount. And I went, well, Aaron says this is a good cigar. He's usually fucking wrong. But for like 60 bucks for a box of them, fuck yeah. it, throw them in. That's well worth it. Yeah. Because they're like Especially ridiculous. If, if you can give the zombies, the zombies are Yeah, are, oh, are man, so the good. The marketing on the, that comes in what looks like a shotgun shell box. Like mm-hmm. I'm a big duck hunter, so mm-hmm. I love that stuff too. All the marketing's it's, great. It's great, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, all their, the imagery on all their stuff. I, I was I was heartbroken when I had my forerunner. I had that shotgun oh, shell yeah, sticker. He did. And my uh my window got shattered one time and I had to have it replaced. I was like, oh I just lost my sticker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I've got the, the zombie. That's probably one why of they mine. broke your window. Probably. <laughs> Murderer. Murderer. <laughs> I'm ready for duck season. Aaron, you wanna go duck hunting? I'm out. No. no? So I'm not Mark, ducks, nope. um you know I have a I have a ducks unlimited shotgun. Nice. That my dad bought me, the pacifist. Oh, yeah, you told me that. And he bought it, too. That's how much my dad loves me. My, my parents are amazing. I, I I don't ever say that enough, but I have an incredible mom and dad. So, um, And they've taken care of me in my entire life, which is amazing, still to this day. My mom sent me a note saying, if she could take all my pain and anxiety away, she would. And I thought, wow, that's an amazing thing to say because, you know, I, I have my share, but and yeah. I wouldn't, of course, let her do it. But right. Uh, I have amazing parents, but my dad, who is a non-gun guy and uh, pacifist by trade, um, uh, bought me a shotgun from his friend, um, who is was Soul Guns, who was a super close friend of his, and and uh, he actually pointed it out at the time. I'm not a gun guy, but he it's a beautiful Ducks Unlimited uh, Remington. Oh, it's just beautiful. Does it have the engraving on the side? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful gun. Great trap nice. gun. Yeah. Oh, just. Just incredible! I love trap shooting. Oh man! Yeah, see that's a that's a gun you can take trap. Yeah, you, I've never you would not want to take it duck hunting. It's trap. It's going to get wet and yeah, muddy no, and gross. A, and well, I, is, I is trap and need, skeet the same thing? No. Okay. Skeet is um, skeet, skeet skeet down no. right, and trap is above. So trap is basically okay. So is is on the ground. Yeah. So there's a so there's I a skeet shoot. We would skeet you. So trap, what they're replicating is if birds were in a cage and being released and they go all different directions okay, from that's one location. Yep, that's that's what we trap. Did. Sporting clays is what it's actually called. Skeet is like a slang term for it. Oh, okay. Where they come across. Oh, okay. Yeah, we did from the a one tower. where they had the guy would sit down, the kid would sit down in there, and then they would fire him off from one location. It was a little place down in um, central Illinois, and we'd go down and drink beer and eat chili, and it was like cold. Yeah. And probably shouldn't be telling this story, <laughs> just realizing. Um, and we would drink beer and eat chili, and uh, we would shoot for three or four hours. It was just so much fun. Oh, yeah. I love doing it. We need to go sometime. We can go out to that. Uh, Arkansas oh, Game of Fish range and do it. Oh, that is so much fun. It is like, um, it's like video games, except for it's cooler. It's live action. It's live action. Yeah. And it's like, 
All, all, I, all I can hear is that dog. <laughs> right. Okay, Aaron. That's fucked good. It up. <laughs> yeah. they, that doesn't actually happen in the real. We'll have to take you sometime. It no, is we need to take fun. you to the range. You have a pistol that you've never shot. Yeah, I've got. I mean, I've got a couple guns. And I, I like I like uh, skeeting, but hunting? No, that's not. That's definitely not for me. That is one thing that you got Why? me. In, you got me. I just. It's cold. It's wet. I just. I don't. Like I don't need it for food. So I just I just don't need it. Duck I, is really gonna, good though. If that's cool, We've if I want duck, I'll go to the store and get duck. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't I don't need to go shoot a duck. You you're a fisherman too, no, but you don't fish much. Not much. I'm I've been talking about getting back into it. See, but you don't eat fish. I love fish. Yeah, but love, my love wife fishing. will. Mm. Yeah, I love fishing. We don't kill anything we don't we don't eat. Unless it's like a, I'm a, big a nuisance animal. Guy. I think That's I still different. have one of your penguins in my fridge or whatever it is. What Penguins. What, what is it? What'd you get? Oh, crane? In my freezer. Crane. No, I got all that out of How'd there. Did you get that out of there? Yeah. Penguins. <laughs> <laughs> He's, this is about the third time he stopped me today. I don't think you're allowed to kill penguins on any continent. Yeah, I don't actually think so either, dude. Um, Aaron's what? killing baby seals again. <laughs> you can You can kill puffins on like Iceland. That's penguin esque. Is it even in the same family as a penguin? It's a bird. So <laughs> it makes no difference. So technically, Aaron. it's a no, no. You're going to tell me a crane and a cardinal? What's well, in the bird? It's in the it's, bird it's category. It's not the same family, though. Well, what, do you, what family do you think it is? Those are like two totally different species. No, it's the same. It's a bird as a species, right? I don't know. I don't know what the technical term is. <laughs> We need a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are birds, but it, that'd be like saying it, it's, a dolphin and a shark because they're fish. Well, no, because dolphins. But neither are of those are actually fish. Well, well, no, because one's a mammal. So I'm just saying that's that's the logic you're using right now. I guess a shark would be closer to a fish than a dolphin is. It doesn't matter. They're not in the same family. No, because it's two different species. I'm yes. talking about the birds and the bees. No. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Going in circles here. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mark's just, just hi- Is this thing over yet? No. Mark, 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 Mark's just typing Sorry, away. You, you, you can help. Are you Googling it? I'm, I'm, uh, no, I'm not, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's kind of like the whole bourbon thing. Like, all bourbons are whiskey, whiskeys, but not all whiskeys are bourbons. All puffins, puffins. are birds, but not all puffins are penguins. No, oh, that's not. <laughs> no, that's it's not, not the same. No, that's not the same. <laughs> fuck it. Um, that's not the same. So it would be like all puffins are birds, but all not all birds are puffins. Yeah, would be okay, the there same. There yeah. would be the same sort of right. uh, flow. But yeah, but I, <clears throat> I don't mean to correct you because I know you get sensitive on that. Please. <laughs> but um, uh, but if we were going to use the bourbon whiskey theory, um, so yeah. They're yeah, very different birds. Yep. So. I like chicken. That's like the <laughs> really the only bird I really I've not eat ever shot. Ch- I've turkey. never hunted, and I've I've had offers. I have friends who hunt, but I've not. But I've fished the hell out of. I went duck hunting one time, and I was absolutely miserable. You went? Yeah, I was. I, know that. I was miserable. Did you shoot anything? <laughs> Steve, uh, he shot you. He was the guy who <laughs> shot you. Yeah. I was. I was Dick Cheney out there. Oh Lord! No, I mean I. I went, I just, I did not enjoy it. I was cold. I was in, there was frogs everywhere in this duck blind I was in. All I was doing was eating sandwiches. Like, that's all I was doing. It doesn't surprise me. <laughs> like, I didn't, 
I'm just sitting right here, uh, <laughs> waiting on a deer. There was a dog involved. I was like, I don't need dog. Bullets. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You hate dogs. Ugh. So Aaron, uh, did I tell this last week that Aaron came over and that yeah. uh, Paul let the dogs <laughs> yeah. back in? So we go to this place on Saturday that's some famous dairy barn. Bar. And bar, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant. Yeah. Some famous dairy place. Okay. And uh, we order our food, and they have these two giant Great Danes. Oh, cool. Like massive dogs. dogs. Super sweet. They come right up to you. They Any let you pet them. Any dog that's that big is not going to be mean because right. they know that they're way fucking bigger than you could eat you. But yeah. Any time you're not expecting. So Aaron's, you know, Aaron's standing at the dog. window ordering his, his food. And this dog, yeah, this dog walks up and like touches your hand or something, doesn't it? Yeah, because I'm just like, <laughs> mind, mind my own business trying to get my burger. And then like all my glasses, I don't know if you can see, but I have like thicker sides. So I like I have like horse, I can see they can't. I have like, well, yeah, I'm looking at you, <laughs> but I have like horse blinders on. Yeah, just I can't see to the side. And so I, I, I felt something like wet on my hand. I'm like, what the fuck? What is that? And I look down and there's this giant black dog. Like massive, like you could ride it into yeah, battle, like small pony. <laughs> it was big. And I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> but it was super sweet. He's just great afraid dogs of them. Are great dogs. I know. Yeah. I mean, Darius, you've met Darius. There's super sweet dog. Super sweet dog. Yeah, Lily's the same way. He doesn't want yeah. anything to do with her. Yeah, I'm, that's why I was late tonight because my dogs wanted to cuddle. So he was afraid of my basset hound. <laughs> A basset hound, like. They don't do anything but drool and roll over for belly rubs. Mm, That's yes, all so. they do. That's yeah. their entire life. Yes, I want spit all over me. Yes, please sign me up. Get, she I'll was so you. sweet. She I, wouldn't get I'm it gonna on have to. We're going to have to get up, but I'll spit on <laughs> you in a little bit if you want. Mo, can you get up and spit on Aaron? <laughs> that's, that's back to our conversation. <laughs> that's for later. <laughs> oh, that took an ugly turn. My birthday was noon, last Monday. Noon and 1030 or what was it? <laughs> noon and 2. <laughs> Nice. Good refraction time. You, you, turned, you turned that into something uncomfortable. Oh, gosh. Uh, that, was, that was a good conversation. Oh, uh, yeah. Too bad it was. It was, it was yeah, we're not lost. telling that one. No, lost, we're going to leave that one alone. It's lost forever. Yeah. <clears throat> no, that's why I, I, I opened so laughingly. Yes. Yes. What, was the, uh, what was the question you were asking me the other day you had written down? Uh, which was like the, top five... Uh, uh, it wasn't sandwiches. We did that one. Yeah. Uh, By the way, the other thing my sister said, just so you know, Aaron. Yeah. Cheese is not a dessert. <laughs> We've had that conversation multiple times the, since the, then. The, the jury is still out on that one. No, it's not. Um, I don't have anything <laughs> top five, but I have. Uh, um, I have other questions. Like, uh, oh, I got one. I heard this on another podcast the other day. So. It's for ten million dollars, mm-hmm. but there is a snail. Oh yeah, that that yeah. it's it's deadly to you, yeah, right? If, if it you, touches you, you, you die. die instantly. Yeah, right. Okay, but for ten million dollars, the the snail would its its only purpose in life is to find you and touch you, and it knows where you are at at all times. So, would you take the ten million dollars and have to live with that snail chasing you? It just hunts you, pretty much. So, so move, the snail it, that can move solid mile a year. I, I don't know how much a snail moves, but it's not fast. Right. And so I could get on a plane and go to Vegas where that when it got to the desert, it would die from dehydration. 
maybe. Yeah. Or the salt flats. So I was with you. I thought, well, the snail can't move very quick. I would just like move to Florida for six months and then move to Arkansas for six months and then back or wherever, right? Wherever you want to go. Yeah. But yeah. you have to assume if this snail knows where you are at all times and knows that its only purpose is to hunt you, it's got to be an above average snail, right? Right. It's got to have <laughs> some sort of brain. It has a it has a passport and the ability to catch a plane. <laughs> yes. And uh, but you can move do, to the. Do you have any flats. check luggage, sir? No, I wear it on my back. So the only time it would really like cause a problem is trying to sleep because you'd be you would always know that that snail possibly could have found you and got to you. But for $10 million, you could hire Aaron to stand at the door. Maybe. I'll fry that bitch up. I like escargot. So is it worth the $10 million you, you're taking that? So to me, um, see, because I'm a problem solver. I'm with you. Right. You you go find the fucker. Is it oh, there? It, no, is, you can't kill the snail. Whoa. whoa that was the just, other stipulation. Oh, well, you just created a bunch of rules. Can I put it in a box? What's in the I, box? That wasn't in the, the rules. Put All like I a, know is the snail, you cannot kill the snail. Put like a bucket over it and just tape it to the floor. So even moving to the desert, it wouldn't kill the snail. But I can I can detain you, the snail. You would have time. I could have time, the CIA time would detain the snail <laughs> and grill it with useless questions. Maybe create a snail commission. Make it go to Congress and answer questions. They'd be trying to like clone it so they could use them as like wartime it, weapons or something. Right, probably. <laughs> Yes, I would do that. I'm looking to see how far a travel, how far a <laughs> snail can travel. Man, it's a how it's far a, a travel can snail. <sighs> would struggle, it, would it have bus. puffins as its uh, <laughs> transportation? Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoops! Oh lord, <laughs> that didn't sound good. <laughs> yeah, we were we were doing as our player icons. They were doing robot. They're doing robots, and so um, so. I started Googling robots because I, of course, had to get a robot that was double flipping off because uh, <laughs> that's my thing. And so I found old heavy metal magazines because everybody in my, my war game is younger. And so I found a, a heavy metal magazine. And I sent it to them and they said, there was a magazine called Heavy Metal. And I said, I forget all of you are like 12. <laughs> and they go, this is probably the greatest magazine ever. And I said... Did you think people in the 70s and 80s uh, didn't like uh, breasts and smoke marijuana? And, and they said, no. Why well, didn't we didn't think you did? And I said, I give to you proof. It is called Heavy Metal Magazine. Now, was that the same one like the, the old anime? Yeah, movie so the one? movie. Yeah. And I said, so this is interesting, Aaron. I said, you need to Google uh, and watch the 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 fantastic pre-anime, what I th consider is a precursor to anime, mm -hmm. Heavy Metal, the movie. Yeah, oh, I've seen it. Yeah, <clears throat> It's great, and it is a precursor in my mind. Now, I don't know actually when anime started, so it may be about the same thing, and it may not be a precursor. It may be just he heavy uh, metal was like late Elvis 70s. ripping off black music, <laughs> for all I know. It was late, it was 81, okay. so we Googled this. So we were talking back and forth. But do you know you can... Uh, heavy metal, the movie is no longer in production or viewable because of the copyright for the music. Whoa! Ah, so okay. you cannot see that movie is great. I didn't know that. So it's like it's like a space like yeah. with like uh, boobies and like great. <laughs> heavy, I mean, or so as we refer boobies. to them, titties. <laughs> so, so, um, so they have heavy metal two thousand. 
Right, that came out, but I, yeah. pff, kids, no. yeah, it can't be as good. I haven't seen it, but the heavy metal, the original movie was like fantastic. I mean, I, it was like Fritz the Cat, Fitz, you know? and then you have like American Splendor, yeah, all and, that, uh, stuff. all that kind of like that. I don't, I wouldn't classify that as anime. That would be, I would put that in a different category. Like American, sure, Spl- but I would American say, Splendor isn't is an anime. No, but I would say that heavy metal has a lot. So I described heavy metal as having um, cowboy bebop vibe. Uh, um, the music was a major player. Yeah, you had the 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 the, the animation was very uh, similar or or had a lot of the same yeah sort of makeup, and it was set in space, and it was sort of a weird sort of dystopian sort of future sort of thing. Um, it's not the same. And laid was, a lot of the groundwork for what we know yeah. is animated. Yeah, I mean, it, it obviously different, but it was similar yeah. in, in some ways. But I don't I mean, think I've ever sat down and watched an entire anime. You've never seen Cowboy Bebop? No. Or my my favorite is Samurai Champloo. That's that's my favorite. I have but, no idea what you guys are even talking about. But uh, for, but for like Bebop and Samurai. It's not so much the anime. A lot of the time, it's, it's the score that brings a lot of people in. So the the thing that I think is incredibly similar about Heavy Metal, the movie, and Cowboy Bebop, the series, is that the central part that the music plays, mm-hmm. even though the music's different, yeah. one's jazz, a, a sp- particular kind of jazz, and the other's heavy metal music. But the central part that music plays in the in the in the in the in the storytelling. Um, and that's to me one of the key parts, and that's an important part of yeah. anime. Yeah, M- music is like the would be like the fifth character. Yeah, kind of I thing. agree. And so I I think that's one way that Cowboy Bebop and Heavy Metal are very similar and have some of that similar storytelling. But Heavy Metal was fantastic. But Heavy Metal the magazine, which mm-hmm. obviously you remember, Aaron, and okay. I don't know if you remember Steve. I mean, it was like large-breasted uh, women mm-hmm. naked. But not naked, like you could see things. But that's because there was robot hands covering (laughs) the inappropriate parts. Provocative. It was provocative, but it was like that dragon sort of, you know, it was like seventies and eighties. Yeah, yeah, I know the art. Yeah, yeah. And that magazine and heavy drug culture stuff. I love that 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 magazine. Yeah, yeah. And they were all going like, "How come nobody's told you about this?" And I said, "Because you kids think you figured everything out." <laughs> like, like you, th- you, th- you seriously, you think you figured everything out? Like marijuana started when like you all were born. <laughs> like that's just been around a while, right? Like oh, I thought, gosh. we thought we figured it out. Like, no. <laughs> and then like, so suddenly we watched Woodstock and we went, "Oh." <laughs> and then before then, and before then, right. before then, and I mean, right. hell, the founding fathers had right. grew it. Yeah. So. Yep. And I, it's, it, yeah, it. So if I, you've I, not Googled Heavy Metal Magazine, the artwork on the cover of those magazines yeah. was just, it was beautiful. It was like mm-hmm. great artwork. So you know what I saw yesterday? I'm a big um, uh, Kevin Smith fan, which we talked about on the show before. Clerks 3 is coming out. Clerk, I saw the I've preview. I've not ever for, seen any of them. I saw the preview for Clerks 3, and it's, it's all, they're all back. Dante's back and they're all That's back. Exciting. So I'm, I'm, I, I'm excited about that. And it's like, and it's, there's a, you have to be a fan of the first two to really get, I guess the third one. So I'm, I'm excited to see that, which I, I love the first two movies. 
But when he talks about uh, the uh, one of them has a heart attack, right? The workers, yeah. So, like when, so the people that were building the Death Star, a lot of people died that were probably just contractors and stuff. <laughs> and like they get into this big, big like discussion that's, about that. But that's still one of my favorite Kaylee moments is when we <laughs> yeah. went and saw the movie, uh, one of the in in between movies. Mm-hmm. And where the end, Rogue the, One, Rogue One, oh, the it, great, the best, the best Star Wars movie. It was a good one, and at the end, it gets the planet gets oh. destroyed, <laughs> and Kaylee goes out and says, "I didn't think the, I thought they were going to escape." <laughs> yeah. And you go, "Do you not?" Yeah, a lot of good people gave <laughs> their lives for these plans, and she's like looking at us, and I'm going, "She's uh, still mad about that." <laughs> she was so to this mad. Day. And you're just going, that was the one given. Yeah, that's the one thing you know that's going to happen. We knew that was going to happen. All these people are going to die. She was so mad. Still to this day. Oh, I wouldn't surprise me. She was so mad that night. So I was actually talking. And I was like looking at her going, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I feel like I should have warned you going in. I thought you knew. She's only been mad at me at two movies. That was one. The second one was John Wick when they kill the dog. Uh, Oh, I forgot. I forgot that the dog died. And that's how the whole thing kicks off, that's, which I don't know how I, pro- I forget that. Yeah. I but probably told the story when we went and saw Driving in the Rain. Have you seen Driving in the Rain? Uh-uh. And I told Paula, because she went to see it, and I said, if the dog dies in this movie, I'm going to be so Oh, yeah, angry. you did tell me this. <laughs> and you walked out of it. <laughs> and I walked out of it because she's because the dog tells you, <clears throat> the dog tells you in Tom Hanks' voice, well, this is, this, you know, this is the start of the downhill when, when he knew I was going to die, and I went. Fuck this and walked yeah. out. What, 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 is that the only movie you've ever walked out of? No, I walked out of Superman three <laughs> for a completely different reason. Okay, so that's what, so. What was the last bad movie you're like? I just Superman can't do three. This. Superman three. Oh, it was so bad. Have you ever walked out of a movie? Uh, I'm sure I have. Yeah, there was one. Um, it was like a suspense thriller, and there's like a very. Um, like graphic rape scene at the beginning. I was like, ah, I'm not interested in this. I'm just not feeling it. Nah, I just, I wasn't in it. I've walked out of one movie because it was just so bad and it made me just irrationally pissed. And it's funny because it was anger management with, I haven't seen that <laughs> with uh, Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler and, and uh, uh, Jack Nicholson. Jack, yeah. It was so bad. I was like, this, this is stupid. Like, have I, I ever told you the story about we went, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah. So I took Paula out to a really expensive dinner. It might have been our anniversary. She put on a super nice oh, like, yeah. <laughs> leather skirt for me, and she, like, dressed up. She put on makeup, which she never does. And so, like, and I take her out to dinner, and we're, like, having this great time. And, we, and so my friend Bill says, you should go see a Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. So, so we get about two-thirds of the way through. Terrible that, date night movie. And there's that rape scene. Yeah. And she looks at me and said, you were this close to getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, that's fair. I can't even argue with you on that one. <laughs> Have you guys seen The Mist? Yeah. Did you watch that? The yeah. Stephen King book? Yeah. 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 Did you watch the movie? No. Oh, God, it's my brutal. Gosh. brutal. The ending of the movie is brilliant, but yeah, heartbreaking. Yeah, I mean it, it's and it's different from the book. Apparently, the book ends differently, which I haven't uh, read it, I've so I don't know. But I was ta- I was talking to somebody today about Star Wars. So today we're like in that weird time where there's not like really any sports stuff was on. Wimbledon was over by the time we opened golf. There's what is it? 
Wimbledon? Wimbledon? Wimbledon. <laughs> Wimbledon. What do you guys do? Wimbledon. <laughs> Wimbledon. The fucking playing on the grass Sorry. in England. That was over by like time we opened. So there Breakfast. really wasn't anything. There wasn't really anything, anything on. So we watched all three OG Star Wars today up here. Oh, and by nice. we, I turned it on and they just didn't, I just left it they on. They didn't bitch. They, nobody said anything. <laughs> but I was talking to somebody else and like, you know what? Back in the day, like in the 70s when it first came out, I, I think uh, Empire came out in 80. But like whenever the big... You know, surprise, surprise, Luke, I'm your father, came out. Like, that was a big shock. Even if anybody who's never seen Star Wars today, like, they they already know, they've heard that saying somewhere in their life. They know that Vader is Luke's dad. So that's, like, one of the biggest, like, script flips in movie history that is ruined, I think, for everybody it's who's never seen it. 40 years ago. I know, but that's what I'm saying. But, like... You can't blame people for that. No, but, like... Like well, it's okay. also one of the most misquoted lines, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But like, I, I've never seen. So what? What's the actual line? No, I am your father. I don't think so. I think so. <laughs> okay. What do you think it is? I say no. I'm wearing a dress. It's <laughs> not right. I'm always confused. No. Well, he does wear a cape. Oh goodness! He, not a dress. Va- cape Va- is not a dress. Va- Vader did like the cape. Um, but anyways. But like that's just one of those things where even if you've never seen it before, everybody knows that already going into it. So you the you kind of lose the mystical aspect of what that is, I feel. And I feel sad for people who've never who don't get to experience the that like oh, really because I remember when I saw it the first time and you know I saw it when I was early single Six. digits. Yeah, you so were three. Early late, single digits? Like late eighties. So two. Late eighties or so. I probably saw it. Probably late single digits, early double digits. No, I. Th- yeah. Early single digits would be two or three years old. I mean, I saw. I probably saw it when I was four because I had. There's no way you understood that movie at four years old. I had the Ewoks and stuff when I was like four and five. Yeah, but there's so no way you understood what that movie meant and that line meant when you were four years old. I I would know that at four. No. Yeah. I agree with Steve on that. <laughs> there's no way. I w- if you were at eight, I would agree, but. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Four is a little split early. the difference. Seven. I was fine. Fucking seven. That's not splitting the difference. <laughs> <laughs> we can move on. But yes. Six like, but I remember seeing that on TV because I always played on like uh, Thanksgiving Day or something sure, like that. Sure. And I was watching. It and I was like, oh my god. But now everybody knows it. See, so yeah, it's still hard for me to imagine because, and we're and we're sitting in a room with four of us. So I remember watching Star Wars in the theater, and I remember what a big. And I'm sure. Uh, so I was listening to Mark Willis's 1970 something, which is like this great country song, right? And it's a song about, um, you know, I, I know what's in stretch Armstrong and like all these things that I grew up with. Right. And I, um, and so 70 something, I remember when star Wars came out and, and I remember when this, um, when the space shuttle fell out of the sky and all these significant things that happened for me. Right. And it talks about, you know, that I wouldn't change, you know, and how we wore puffy pants and how we look cheesy and all these things. But, you know, we have all, you guys have these references together. One mm-hmm. of the things that you guys talk about all the time, this is all your references together. But one of the references that I have and my sister has, and if, you know, she'll call me on this or text me on this, I'm sure, 
is I remember Star Wars. I was 11 when Star Wars came out, 77. And I remember going to see it in the theater. And I re- so Empire Strikes Back, not as big a deal for me or, or Return of the Jedi as for the original Star Wars, which was like, holy fuck, look at this. Now, this is a game changer. But I remember seeing it. I remember going on a date and seeing it, right? So going on a date date. But, you know, going with a girl. Right. Right. You know, how that works. Yeah. And so... Um, and so these, this context of, I remember those moments like, and having to put them in, you know, to understand what they were by the time return of the Jedi comes out, I'm, I'm like in college. Yeah. That came out in 83. So I'm in high school. I'm, I'm almost graduated from high Se- school. 77, 80 and 83. Yeah. So, but I remember, I remember star Wars coming out and, and the moment where all uh, the world realized holy shit, like, this is a big deal. And, yeah. like, we had had Star Trek at that point, which was, you know, was really cheesy um, mm-hmm. soap opera stuff, yeah. right? Everybody looks at Star Trek like it's different now because of, like, all the movies and all that stuff. But really, early on, all it was was cheesy space theater. Um, and I don't mean to disrespect all those people because it was great cheesy space theater. Um, but but Star Wars was, was huge. So that, oh, that, yeah. that wasn't the first first space opera though was it star wars was um well i mean uh, it's by far the biggest space opera yeah by far but it changed the game because really what it was it was accessible so i mean it was it was a it was the first big deal that i remember movie wise like where you went holy shit this is like different like it was really accessible do you do you have disney plus don't you i do but i don't watch so they have a uh they have a a they did like in the early 2000s, they did a making of about the first three. And they spend most of the time on the first one just talking about, you know, from the ground up. And, you know, yeah, George had all these ideas back when he was working, like, on American Graffiti and, and all this stuff. Sure. And it was, it was just really interesting to see just how much crap they had to go through. And, like, everything that's – that movies used after that was just based on that. Well, like they, they invented a lot of stuff. Now, like the, the prequels get shit on a lot. I like the prequels a lot, but I think they're fun. But the, like the, like the, uh, all the CGI stuff, like George created, uh, forget something arts and effect. Like he created that. Yeah. What, what is used now in avatar and every other movie. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he they didn't have it, so he just had to invent it. Well, I think especially in entertainment, but in literature and in music, there's these moments that are pivot moments, and so um, that was a that was an amazing pivot moment in movies. Yeah, um, and, and and Star Trek was in 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 TV as well, because and people forget that that original Star Trek was. Uh, just a couple seasons, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that there was Deep Space Nine and all the other stuff, right? Um, but that that original Star Trek was very short. But Star Wars was a pivot moment, and when you look at, you know, uh, Empire and and Return and all those, those were much more advanced movies than that original Star Wars. I mean, you think about, you know. Uh, especially like, like the closing scene, um, or not the closing scene, but the climactic scene mm-hmm. of of uh, Star Wars. 
I mean, that's cheesy as fuck. I mean, I mean, the CGI on that is extremely not great, but that scene is um, is so great. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and, and so well written. It's so well written, and all the this is just like shooting. Uh, you know, Swamp Rats back and whatever. And yeah. it's so the interplay is back. And <clears throat> I feel bad for Mark Hamill because he, he's really been limited career-wise. Yeah. But he was so great in that movie. Um, and, I mean, he's always Luke Skywalker. He's going to be Luke Skywalker forever. And, you know, in those in those last three movies, um, you know, him and, and, and uh, obviously all those characters – you know, for us that are of that age, those were emotional moments with those characters because those were those were important people in our lives, right? Well, well, Stupidly, yeah. but those, I mean, people say, you know, they're just actors, whatever, 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 but those were important things in our lives. I remember in the, was it the second to last one when, when Han Solo died, Kylo Ren kills his father. He, he, he died in the first of the new ones. At the very end. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when that happened. I mean, that, that like, I mean, that's emotional. Yeah. It's emotional. Cause he was such a, um, right. I mean, one of the greatest lines of all those movies was, um, when, uh, Leia says to, to Han, I love you. And he says back, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. right? It's just such a great, great. Han Solo line. And it's, and th- those movies were so well written. Yeah. Um, and those characters are so lovable and um, flawed and, and, and so well written. And I think that's why the newer ones get so much flack is because they're not as well scripted well, I mean, I mean, as the so originals. To, I mean, I mean, it's hard to do. It's hard to do. Those original ones were uh, lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Because, um, and first of all, we remember them from our childhoods where everything is um, seen through those purified lenses of our childhood where everything is wonder and glee. Yeah. And right. I mean, I remember that original Star Wars movies and we, we've watched them two or three, mm-hmm. I was talking to Scully, we need to get back out to a movie and Scully was talking about that. And so we were, we were going, yeah, we need to do that. And I, I love watching movies with you guys, but I'm never going to watch a movie like I watched that original Star Wars. Yeah. Because it was all that wonder of an 11-year-old watching yeah. a movie and saying, you know. Well, and the mystery cool. of space. And, yeah. And, like, that's, that was so The X-Wing fighter the yeah. and all that beautiful, cool, and the, the wings separated out. Yeah. And you're just And Yoda with all the weird speech patterns and all that joy. And and you can find like in the new um, in the new Mandalorian we see the the baby uh, whatever Grogu, they, Grogu. Um, you see that you get a little bit of that but it's just not the same joy you get. Yeah. Unfortunately, life uh, takes some of that out of you because you you know how things are made and and, and so, some of you lose some of that. But yeah, so I was I was watching a, a good making of and they were doing Rogue One, um, and so one of the things that they wanted to do was they wanted the actors to have a very seventies look to them, big sideburns, no, like no really beards, but big, big sideburns, bigger collared shirts, the hair kind of mopped over because they wanted to still have that seventies feeling vibe going right from that into a new hope. Yeah. So, and that's one of those things I never thought about. And then I go and rewatch it. Like, wow, that he does look, and even the color palettes of the ships and stuff. A lot. And that's why that, movie gets a lot of props is because they were able to capture that emotion yeah. in that movie again. Right. Yeah. I thought that was and that's really hard good. to do. It's yeah. very hard just, to do. I still it's a great movie. I still remember so. walking out of that theater. <laughs> Kaylee was so mad. <laughs> so mad. 
and I felt bad for her because like the rest of us weren't mad because yeah. the rest of us knew the story and she was just like, so, and you just go, uh, I'm sorry. Dude. I'm sorry, babe. I, I don't know what to say. My fault. Yeah. So the, the I Steve thought she could, knew. Right. I thought all, well, all of us knew. <laughs> so you've already said it, but the line that, that Han says, um, I love you. I know, you know, that was ad libbed. That wasn't wouldn't surprise me. That right. wasn't his actual line. And he got to the point. He's like, Han wouldn't say, I love you too. Han would say, yeah, I know. I know. I know. And, it was and, such a great and George line. is like, nope, I like it. Yeah, let's, no, let's it's such that. a great line. Because it was so perfect. He's right. He wouldn't say it back to her. No. He would say that. And it was such a great. And Carrie Fisher is amazing and truly one of the funny people and totally miss her. And yeah. She's awesome. She and, would, like, I, I wish she could have saw Obi-Wan, the new series, because she would have loved the little that girl, little girl that, yeah. that played her character. Yeah. Like, that girl, she's only been in one other thing I've seen. She was in Bird Box, and she was great in that. Have you seen? I have not. I don't like, watch television. So it, there's a there's a point where like um, I, that the last the last episode like yeah. tears in my eyes just yeah I don't want to spoil up. it for you. There's two really pivotal points in the show, but the one that is just cool. It's not. So I'm gonna it cry. Mean anything. That's the way you're you selling might, me. Yeah, yeah into it, it was okay. Um, but they show young Leia, the little girl in the outfit and they show Luke in his iconic outfit. And it's like, man, that like, that and brings it, it all back. And you then know, even it, when it just means so much to the story. Now the, the hardest for me was Ben was like, you know, you're wise, you're strong, whatever. These are attributes to get from your mother, but you're also this and the, this that's from an attribute father, you get yeah. from your father. And it's just like Ooh. a douchebag. You're a douchebag. <laughs> oh, it was like, I was like, Oh, and then he does the, Hello there. And it's like, oh, yeah. Man. There's one okay. there's one it. very big scene that I've heard got Obi-Wan's me. Obi-Wan's great. There's one it's, very big scene that got me. The yeah. Yeah, I think we've already talked about it. Yeah, yeah. it just it was phenomenal. I You need to watch it. Yeah. It's okay. good. Okay. I've I've watched it. I've watched of all the shows, I've, I've been watched watching it more a lot than of the Korean romantic comedies now <laughs> with my headphones on. <laughs> that is the exact opposite of Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Uh. But I'm watching them on repeat because Paula's watching. Yes, that is. You, you had those on when I, dro- when I dropped those. Uh, yes. Off. Yeah. So See, how was, did you have a good birthday? I, it was okay. Birthday. I, I really enjoyed sitting up here with Marielle and spending time with her and uh, getting out of the house. It was nice. It was nice to see your wife. You know what I'm excited about this week, which is in two days, which is this would already come out, but we're getting the first image from the Webb telescope on the, on the 12th. Okay. Cannot wait. That's going to be cool. Yes. Oh, I just, I'm so ecstatic on that. So do you think they've already got the image and they're now trying to uh, analyze it, trying to get all the aliens out of it? So the first, so the first image they're doing, they they already get all the minions out. (laughs) They are, they already have the, the image that they're doing again, that was already taken. I forget how many years ago it was, it was the, the, the deep space image. It was like the Hubble, focused on for however many long it took to, to do it. So they did the same thing because now this one is this More imagery. It, it, well, that, but, it, but also what the web does is that it's shot and it's getting. Yeah. The uh, web, you said Hubble, didn't you? Well, so no. So the, the first image that web is doing is an image that Hubble yeah. already did. Right. So they're seeing what, what they can get now in infrared because that's what web is being shot in. It's, you can see all the infrared and it's just even deeper and deeper and deeper. It's crazy. So I was listening to a podcast about this, and they were talking about how advanced this this new telescope is. It's and, unreal. And 
they said they're already on not the next version, but the next one. Yeah, there are. Yeah, and this one took twenty years to make. So, like by the time they're working on the second phase, this one's already going to have a longer lifespan. Than they already thought. Yeah, this one's going to have upwards to fifteen to twenty years. They were thinking it was only going to be about seven to ten years. So they've already doubled it just because they had a really good burn off. Uh, because it's just you just can't refuel it. Yes, yeah. that's the only thing. But so the second and third version of this that they're doing like we'll be in our 60s by the time yeah the third one comes up you will probably be dead thank you Gosh. You're, awesome. <laughs> you're awesome this is Jesus. the uh, dark part of the show yeah <laughs> turn the punch ball there right <laughs> yeah it's unreal but that, like so um earlier this week an image was caught of a star going supernova and uh and it's just crazy, like, man, how many, because that supernova happened probably around the same time that the pyramids were being built. That's how long it took for the light to get here. But, like, I just wonder, like, how many worlds and how many things were just, like, evaporated from that supernova? Because, every, I mean, there's a billion stars, there's a billion planets just in whatever. So we could already be dead and not know it. Well, so, I mean, eventually, <laughs> well, no, I mean, I don't ev- think that's how it works. I mean, eventually, <laughs> eventually our star is going to supernova. It's just all stars do that. So eventually it will. This is definitely the dark part of the podcast. <laughs> and it just, it's going to happen. Who knows when it will happen, but it's going to happen eventually. <laughs> I will be long gone. Uh, Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, if not, if there, honestly, if not, that's the way to go. You won't feel anything. You're just, you're just you're go- sure of that? Yeah, you're just vaporized. I don't know if that'd be the way I want to go. You're just vaporized. I don't know. It's not a bad way to go, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I really thought about it. Yeah, I mean, like if like an atom- atomic bomb going off, like just drop it right by me. Like you're just fucking vaporized. Nobody can. Well, t- I think it's. I don't think it's the the fact of like hurting, being hurt when you die or whatever. I think it's more the fact of that's the end of the world, right? That's the end of history. Oh yeah. Well, for this world, but there's plenty of other worlds out there. Well, we don't know that, but... Well, mathematically, it's just... Yes, probably, There's but, other worlds out there. But uh, We're not alone. That's the part that's more disturbing to me than it is my life ending. If there's other worlds out there? No, that that's the end of oh, yeah. everything we know. Yeah. Well, and we'll be... Like, how many other worlds have has, has that already happened to, and we don't know anything about them? And, and eventually, it will happen to us. Boy, he's 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 like fucking true. <laughs> yeah. I'm just... I love... Let's change the subject. <laughs> I love... <laughs> I love space. But the stuff. good news I is, if he hits a good shot right before that, he'll end on a high note. I had some good shots today. I got you. You a wanna, couple. You want to do Mo's million dollar buck question? Let's yes. do it. This was picked off by Mo. I want you to read it. No, you read it. No, I want to listen. <sighs> you want me to read it? I'll read it. No, give it to me. I'll All read right. it. Mo, come over here and read this. Uh, million dollars, but. Anytime you become sexually aroused, your least favorite teacher appears and gives you a shitty message. <laughs> Is it message or massage? Oh, massage. Sorry. I wasn't reading it. <laughs> hey, you failed math. Actually, you failed reading. <laughs> right. A shitty massage. Anytime you become sexually aroused, your least favorite teacher appears and gives you a shitty massage. So who is your least favorite teacher? Name and shame. I can't remember. Wow. Do you remember all your teachers' names? I went to twelve schools. So I, I. I had a lot of I had a lot of teachers. You remember all of them? 
You I probably don't. had the same number of teachers that Steve and I did. Did you change schools in the middle of school years? A lot, yeah. Okay. Yep. I mean, I, I went to 12 schools in 12 years. calendar years, yeah. So some 13, was... 13, technically. The, so I went to... The, the long I went to... 13. Four schools in 12 yeah, years. Count. I didn't go to kindergarten. But if you went to one school every year, you, we went to the same number of... We had the same number of teachers. But that it's a math problem. Well, I changed mid-year a couple times, too. Yeah, I changed mid-year. And then with high school, you have multiple teachers, but as... But Mark's right with... Mathematically, I also yeah. went to college, yeah. and I have almost two master's degrees. So I have way oh. more teachers than you do. Just swinging that thing around. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to hit you in the face with it, dude. Um, I'm just saying I got more teachers than you do. Well, I'm just saying for counting teachers. I had one. Um, oh, so, okay, in, first in of college, all. college, I had a professor. He was a... Uh, Maybe it was statistics. Um, it was a math class. I don't remember which one it was, um, but I absolutely hated this guy's class. I mean, it was it was awful. It it seemed so, like he got joy out of the entire class failing his test and having ooh. to curb the test. Mm. And that makes no sense to me because you're literally not teaching anybody anything. Yeah. So, like, if everybody makes a C, a D, or an F, and you have to curve it to make it fair... Like, what's the point of that? You're clearly not doing your job. Yeah, I agree with that. I no, hated I'm, that guy. I don't remember should, his name, but I did not test, like him. Your test should naturally distribute across the grade levels, our grades. Um, I agree with that. You should understand the material before you take a test on it. Right. Yep. You should teach the material so that people fall into a natural bell curve. Um, I agree with that. I have several directions to go, which are all totally inappropriate <laughs> on this question. I would not take this. I would not take it It's either. not yeah. worth it. No. But I get a million dollars. Yeah. And I'm 56. So, like, <laughs> I'm just going to say that my sexual prime is winding down. <laughs> uh, That's one, of the, one of the guys that works here at the shop, he's a little older. His phrase is, when you become my age, you never pass a bathroom. You never trust a fart. And you never, and do you never waste a boner. You never waste a heart on it, right? Right. Nope, that's true. Those are words to live by right there, boys. There's an off chance my dad has shared that with me. Oh, um, God. So um, I would stay away from all the male teachers, but unfortunately all my least favorite teachers have been male <laughs> teachers. Um, my actual least favorite teacher is probably um, a guy I had for um, – either marketing or I had an econ teacher I didn't really like. The marketing guy would give a city, shitty – and the reason I didn't like the uh, uh, econ guy was he was really shitty explaining stuff, which I was – I really understand econ. So I was okay in the class, did okay, but he was just really shitty. At it. The marketing guy um, liked marketing a little too much and uh, <laughs> just was just really annoying. Um, but he had one arm cause he had a bicycle wreck. So, um, I'm a little confused on that. That'd be a bad massage. <laughs> that would be a bad massage naturally. He's the guy who, uh, so I had a, through my first marketing degree, which is, um, an MBA, uh, there was three of us who were always in the same group cause they always made you create a group. And so there was this, there was four of us actually. And the one lady fell in and out. 
and we always paired up because that we were a really good group together. And there was two ladies and, and my bud, buddy Roger. And Roger was a marketing guy by trade. And they had a spreadsheet, which we had to do to, to do this. It was a business model in this guy's class. And week one, Roger and I might have, along with the younger of the two ladies, put our heads together at a Thai restaurant and we uh, decomposed his spreadsheet. I'm probably my proudest moment. And we figured out how to beat it, break it. And so by week six of like 16, we had broken his spreadsheet and screwed up the whole class. <laughs> and by week 10, he realized we had done it. Yep. And so we had to have a private chat with the professor. Ah. Um, but um, he, uh, he was one of those guys who believed in the marketing literature a little too much. Mm. And Roger and him argued the entire fucking class, and he irritated me. So I'm going to go with the econ guy because he couldn't explain economics. But that having said... Um, I'm old enough now when I have a boner, you can give me a bad massage and it's still rock, <laughs> still good to go. Oh God. Uh, can I borrow somebody's lighter? <laughs> is yours out too? Oh, is it there? Yeah. So I don't remember the name of my teacher, but I don't know if he was actually a full teacher, but he was the headmaster at the, uh, religious school I went to. <laughs> I thought I was going to say, uh, yeah. what's the Harry Potter school? <laughs> <laughs> Hogwarts. He was a headmaster at Hogwarts. Gryffindor. <laughs> uh, now he was the headmaster there at the school I went to, and I I hated that school from the first day my parents took me there. I had to wear uh had to wear slacks, had to wear tie on chapel days. Just I hated it. And he was just a royal asshole. And just like he had, a, it, so he was a, he was a former uh, former marine, and uh, they did corporal punishment there. And he had a boat oar that was cut off with holes in it. That so he, there was less wind resistance, less wind resistance. <laughs> and uh, and how many like times a, you get hit with that thing? Uh, I never got never got it once, but I was next in line with a group of buddies. We when it broke. Did, we did something, and it broke. <laughs> On the my buddies in front of me, and so I didn't get it. But yeah, he was just an asshole. So would it change your answer if we said a billion dollars instead of a million dollars? I mean, I debated a million. Um, it would definitely change my answer. I mean, like my partner is here. Like, would, do you want a rando coming in massaging me? For a billion dollars? <laughs> <laughs> I think she'd take it for like five hundred k. You're getting the massage. Yeah, not her. <laughs> I think a billion changes it. So oh, yeah, let's cut it billion, down. Let's say ten million. A billion changes a lot. Is ten million enough? No, I don't think so. Ten million might I might consider that. Hard yes. <laughs> In two ways. Yes. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> God. I got bad news for you guys. So you're both in your thirties now. Like mid thirties, late thirties. Yep. When you get to be 56, 60s, the reason John says don't waste a boner is because you don't get seven of them a day anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Well, um, She's like, thank God. Thank God, right? <laughs> so, uh, and when they come, they're, they're good. But, uh, yeah, you're not going to have to worry about seven of them so, a day. So, I was talking to this guy one time in the cigar shop, and he's like, I just went and saw my grandpa in a nursing home. 
I was like, oh, how was it? He was like, it was good. There's a little weird situation though. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> He's like, I went into his bathroom like to take a leak and there's a cup sitting on the back of the toilet. It's kind of odd, right? You don't see a cup on your toilet often. Mm-hmm. Gotta take a so drink. It, you gotta take a drink. <laughs> no, he went back out and he's like, Grandpa, why is there a cup on the back of your toilet? He said, That cup takes just enough water out. So when I sit down to take a dump, my balls don't drip <laughs> into the water. <laughs> and I thought, That is genius. <laughs> Old guy problems. <laughs> Right, <laughs> so yeah, things you gotta you gotta be creative when you get old. Oh yeah, shit happens. <laughs> so on the same on the same line, I had a friend whose grandpa kind of had the same situation, but he had one of those like a shower caddy chair things in a shower. Yeah, and he sat on it. And oh yeah, they went through, but they wouldn't come back out of the slots. <laughs> they had to call the fire department to come and cut him out of the chair. His grandpa or him? His grandpa. Oh god! Just his old bean bag was just. I stuck mean, at that point, the- you've lived your life for so long. You probably don't have any shame, right? You just right. do whatever you want. And who cares? Like, uh, well, at the hyperbaric chamber, so they, I'm a bigger guy, and so they have they have like little tiny clothes, and they have bigger clothes. And some one day they didn't have the bigger shirts, <laughs> and so like I I like reach out and I say, Christina, you don't have a bigger shirt. And she goes, No, I have a bigger shirt in there. I said, No, I've looked at all the shirts, none of the bigger shirts. And she goes. Let me check. And I said, listen, if you all don't care, like I don't care. And she goes, do you have pants? And I said, no. And she goes, really? I said, but I don't care. I said, she goes, you can't come out here without pants. I said, I have pants. I said, but I don't have a shirt. And she goes, well, do you do you really not care? It's going to be cold in there. And I said, I don't care. And she goes, why do you old guys just you have no you have no shame and Dude, i said like at a gym like the like, old guys just, oh yeah I they're just always naked care. just peacocking everywhere yeah just mo just, is this a thing with women at gyms there so in in the peacocking. men's locker room yeah the men's locker room there's always a couple of like really old men that will not put clothes on. just walk around naked it's all old women what is yeah. the deal with that they just because don't care just, <laughs> at some point you realize that it doesn't matter because first of all, I'm unlikely. I may see you tomorrow. I still don't care. And like, you just go, I just see, don't care what any of you say. It's not that it's not like, it's not like I'm proud of my body or whatever. It has nothing to do with that. I get it. It's just like you two fuckers do not, your but, opinions do not matter to me. And so I don't care. So I was thinking about this the other day though. My doctor comes to the cigar shop. He's a friend of all of ours, right? Uh-huh. Like, if he was my urologist, would that be awkward to see him in the cigar shop? I, I don't have a urologist. I haven't crossed that But bridge. think about, like, he's not, I've not had, so, like, a physical, right? So, so I've he never. Hasn't checked, your doctor doesn't check your junk? Because my doctor, like. No. So is that. Am a I, dentist is this did. a Joey Moe? <laughs> He moves him to one side, moment? he measures up, he moves him to the other side, measures again. <laughs> right. um, well, they, Now, they don't do it anymore, but when I turned 50, which was six years ago, they were still doing the um, prostate, prostate exam. exams. Yeah. And so she had to have somebody come in the room, and she goes, no, just a second. And I said, listen, there's Ooh, nothing you're going to do to me that I particularly care about. <laughs> Just would that would that be awkward though? Like if you just no. had a prostate exam and you come in here and like your doctor's no, sitting here smoking like, a cigar, I feel like that would be awkward to me. 
to you. Like, to I want me. my doctor to be someone I don't see outside of well, the doctor's then office. Choose a different doctor, but I don't <laughs> care. Yeah. I, I, I just I, don't care. It, so, at some point, you cross your line. So, my, my buddy Andy and I, who neither of you know, but Andy's my age. And so, and him and I were talking, and there's some point in your life, it was like 40 for me, where you just realize, I don't care about any of your, like, rando people. I just don't care about any of their opinions. Yeah. And so at some point I was explaining this to somebody younger on the game and they were like caring about somebody's opinion. And I said, do we agree this person is a dumbass? Yes. <laughs> then why do we care about their opinion? Yeah. See, is I, this some rando person that we don't know? Yeah. Then I don't, do they think I'm fat? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm hurt. Oh, wait, I don't care. Wait, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I see. And I would like, I would, I you, to your question, Steve, that wouldn't bother me because I use humor as a coping mechanism. So I would be like, "Hey, Doc, I don't need a coping. What mechanism. cigar I don't care. is that that you <laughs> that you're using? Is that a <laughs> is that a Gordo? <laughs> you got tiny hands, right? My uh, my dad joked because he had to he used to have to get an annual physical with when you're an executive at State Farm because he was an executive at State Farm. They used to have to get a, an exam. And he said, never worry unless you can see both of their hands. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> um, which is a good joke. But, I mean, really, it's just, it's a physical. What are you worried about? I know. It's just, I don't know. You I know, don't, just you, know you don't have any of these problems. You just go to, don't go to the doctor. I have, a, I have the perfect clean bill of I'm health. I'm a diabetic. I have to go I to the doctor. I have a perfect clean bill of health. I'm in pain constantly. My back is sucks. Well, yeah, sounds perfect. My migraines yeah. are horrible, but... I haven't been to the doctor in like 20 years. I mean, oh my gosh. But I feel, other than that, I feel fine. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel a lecture coming on after this yeah. podcast is done. <laughs> Aaron's going to have a long night. Yes. <laughs> I know. I need to go to the doctor. Just, you do. To do, just do it once over. Be like, all right. I'm, so many how, things how are bad fixable. is a doc? So many things are fixable. How many years See, I'm left? bad about the dentist unless there's an issue. Like, oh, see, I go to the dentist a lot because. It seems like when I turn like 35, my teeth are just like, oh, you know what? I'm fucking done. See, that's, I don't have many issues with my teeth. So like, I just don't, I just don't go to the dentist. How many, often, how many root canals have you had? One. Honestly, I've had three. Yeah. And I got, and I'm missing my wisdom tooth or molar. Molar. You're also yeah. hideous. Well, we're, oh, we're not going down the <laughs> list of things that are wrong with Aaron. <laughs> Could somebody like tip me off when we're not doing that? Um, but so. I'm going to do this once, and then I'm going to do this for people on the podcast who, who are men who are particularly bad about this. Yeah. And <clears throat> when you get to be a certain age, 25, and that's the age I'm going to draw the line, there's so many things that are fixable. There was this great thing. I was listening to BBC on this. Lady uh, was uh, telling the story of the, her great aunt and uncle who invented the pap smear, um, which is was revolutionary because it yeah. detected uh, uh, cervical cancer, which is uh, was a remarkable thing and has made a huge difference in women's life. And the reason is, it's extremely curable. So the reason you should go to the doctor is not they're going to tell you something is terrible. Right. They're going to tell you something is eminently fixable, and your life can be ordinarily and um, ordinary for a much more extended period of time. That's the reason you go to the doctor is Doctor Gershwin can like no, I get do it. something that will cause you to live longer and healthier. We just haven't got to that point. I haven't been seeing him that long. So yeah. I'm he's sure he'll doctor. come at some point. And he's a great doctor. And he's going to, he's going to at some point say, you know, quit snorting cocaine. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't like cocaine. I just like the way it smells. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. God. Uh, all right. We've wasted two hours for every, of everybody's life. Yeah. Today. Thank you. It was a good conversation though. I had yeah, fun. No, it's yeah. everything. Yeah. I feel like we're, we're like we could turn into like a, a golf podcast too. We're, we're getting there. Getting there. Well, All these years, Aaron just uh, no, I, talks shit about you know golf I, constantly. I, Finally we get him out there. Now he's in love with it. He I can't will, get enough of it. I will I will eat crow when I need to eat crow. Crow is one of the I worst. Are you watching team. it on TV yet? I am watching it on TV. I can't. I thought the, the open is I next thought, week I or thought this the, week. I thought the open was today. It's next week. So next week. I'm actually really excited about the open. Um, I haven't watched any of the live stuff just because it's, I, I don't give a fuck about that, but I am excited about the open. I'm hoping my guy plays well because Louis Oosthuizen, Louis Oosthuizen, because he's won the open before. I'm hoping he can. Do that again, um, St. Andrews, man. This is the home of golf. Yeah, this I mean, is, this is the huge. Old so one of the things I was I was saying, like this week, what we need to do is we need to watch um, the movie we're talking about, um, the greatest game, greatest game ever played about about that. It's right? not that golf course now. Oh, which one is it? That's uh, the one they just played the U.S. Open at, or the, I'm sorry, the PGA Championship at. No, what, the U.S. Open. What? No, what? But wasn't there a movie about the old course that you were ta- telling me about? Tommy's Honor. Okay, it's what's about what, what, uh, old Tom Morris and young Tom Morris. That's okay. the one at St. Andrews. Okay, so what's the one with Shiloh LaBeouf? Is that it's the greatest game ever played? It's about uh, Francis we met. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm thinking anyway. Different story. Maybe this week's just time, as good, but different. we just need to sit outside and like so, because, because Mo, Mo is an enabler, 100 so percent enabler. We will do that. That sounds like a great time. So the history of the Open, they basically there was there was a golfer that was just like known like this is the greatest golfer of all time, right? Everybody just accepted it. Like this guy's the best. He dies kind of randomly, unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. So they're sitting in a bar and they just decide like, okay, we need to have a tournament to figure out who's the greatest golfer now. And boom, this is the open. Yeah. This is where it started. I did not know that. That's how it all started. was just four guys, five St. guys Andrews, sitting in a bar. And I, I will now blaspheme the open, which I consider the worst of the four majors. Um, really? Yes, I do. For what reasons? Um, because it's a it's a dog track. You don't want um, the jug. The jug's fine. You could drink out. He's of He's not that. talking about the trophy. It's the the course. Yeah, you don't I like mean, the old course, or you don't like any of those courses. I, I'm not a fan of any of those courses in particular. I'm not a fan of the old course. It's really? Just, just random bounces everywhere. It's just it's hard as a rock. Yeah. So I, I did it's find just out why not, it's, it's not. It's <clears> not. It, it appeals, it, it, it draws out, it, listen, good golfers win that tournament, so I'm right. not, not going to dog anybody who wins the tournament because it doesn't, um, it, doesn't, it doesn't like the PGA sort of draw to guys who just shoot low numbers, yeah. but it is, it is a, rando, it's a rando tournament. You can play well and shoot shitty numbers on that course because yeah. it is just like, it's a quirky fucking mini golf course. Well, yeah, it's, it's definitely probably the hardest one they play. Well, the U.S. Open's the hardest course. The U.S. is it's the hardest tournament they play because it is... Hardest tournament, point. yes. But, but they set it that way. They set it that way. St. Andrews is just hard because it's hard. It's just hard because it's like rando. Everything's yeah. crooked as fuck and it's right. hard as random and it, the wind blows 800 miles per hour because yeah. England's a shitty place to play golf. <laughs> and, Scotland. And Scotland or wherever and, and it's just... it's It doesn't ever appeal to me. See, this is this course is on the absolute top of my bucket list to go over and play that. this golf course. For and a lot of the reasons the... Augusta 
because it's so significantly yeah. um, culturally, but I just, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's a great test of golf. Yeah. Okay. Well, I found out why they, why it's called links last right. week. So you I didn't tell think. us or are you just going to like <clears throat> tease everybody? Nine holes out, nine holes back. They're all linked together because they used to. Oh, uh, I, I read something different. Sheep herders used to go out and sheep herders so, used to come. So back. I read it's like, because there was no like natural, natural trees around. It's all like open. Like, I'm not a big fan of links courses anyway. Cause they're. So I guess it's probably the same thing, but no flat fucking lies. No, yeah, everything's nothing, on a hill. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. It's all. Sideways. But there was just like no, no foliage Nonsense. and stuff involved. It's just. What does it have to do with a link? Goat track. No, that, that's what, like one of the. I guess that was like one of the char- characteristics of a Link's links course. Yeah, is, it is like a fence, like a yeah. link fence. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's like a. So goat I was like track. half right. I, I guess I didn't read the full article. I was like, oh, look at this, look at this. so what's so interesting with those courses to me is is a lot of them still have certain sections of the golf course that are the original golf course. Yeah, um, like Prestwick, I think, is one of the big ones that there was originally. It was twelve holes. Those 12 holes are still intact. Yeah. You can go and play those 12 holes yeah. from like 1860. That golf course was built in 1860, and it's still there. Yeah. That is unreal. Well, and I'm sure if our European listeners are all freaking out on me, I'm not claiming that it's not the birthplace of golf and that it's not. You just don't think it's a good test of I just, professional in golf. the world where we have a lot of other things Golf, I think, has progressed past a lot of that stuff. See, the the one thing I like about it is is exactly what you said. Like, that's the reason I like it is because you can't just bomb and gouge and and just overpower that golf course. Like, that's what I like about the U.S. Open because you can't bomb and gouge the U.S. Open because you you have to be. A you shot can man. say that, but Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka have done that. If it's set up right, you can't bomb and gouge <laughs> the U.S. Open because you have to be a shot maker. I like courses where you have to be a shot maker. Yeah. Now. If you get away from the old course, some of the other courses are a lot more shot maker courses, and yeah. I I, li- I feel a lot more comfortable. So on the, those the argument on that is that th- from the European standpoint is that they that to them is is shot, shot making, making right because you have to play the terrain. We'll just disagree. You can't play the sure pick a spot and hit it. Sure, I but like it, the, I see I the like argument. The live tournament either uh, as well. So. <laughs> I see the argument you're making though. Yeah. Do you, do you know who directed the greatest game ever played? No, nah, I don't remember. Bill Paxton. Oh yeah. So it's on it's on Disney Plus, by the way. Yeah, we'll watch it. Yep. So date night. We'll have to watch Tommy's Honor. This hold your hand again. (laughs) (laughs) I bought a golf book the other day. A golf book. So I don't read often, right? I listen to a lot of books, but I don't read books very often, right? So So you don't read at all. Not much. A little. Listening to audiobooks don't count as reading. No, I do. I do read a little. Is what I'm saying. Outside of that, but. My Kaylee the other day was they have a big book sale at the public library here. Oh, cows, yeah. So that was Saturday. So we went over there and uh, like I'm just kind of wandering around aimlessly and I find the sports section. I find a couple of golf books. I'm like, I'm gonna buy a golf book. I'm gonna sit down and like read a golf book. It was like a biography or like a how to. Well, I bought one that's by James Patterson. It's a story. There's three books in the series. I got the first two. I got to find the third one, and then I bought one that's about uh, his dad. Um, I, I'm not sure. James Patterson has a book about his dad that I've given to my dad, which is one of the greatest books ever written. What is it? Uh, I don't remember the name, but it's about him and his dad going over to England to play while his dad is getting older. 
Um, and it is a, um, it's a, it's a deep. So that may be book. the third one. It's called the uh, miracle at St. Andrews is the third one. Yeah. That might so that be may it. be it. But he's anyways, not, he's not known for sports writing. is No, okay. no, but he did this three book series. That's supposed to be really good. But anyways, I bought that and I bought one. That's like a biography from, uh, uh, I can't remember who it is now. Anyways. Um, I, I love but, it when, when, like when writers can get out of their comfort zone. Yeah. Like who, who's that real famous, uh, author from Little Rock or not Little Rock, but from Arkansas that does a lot of the, uh, the, the legal, um, the legal books like, uh, hard rain or, or rain man. Um, oh, maybe not that, but, yeah, uh, I know who you're talking about, but he, he has a book called playing for pizza and it's about a guy that goes over to Italy and they're trying to like a former f- professional football player that tries to start up a, like an NFL Italia league or whatever. And I read that thing cover to cover in Ted Lasso in, in one day. <laughs> hey, this is pre Ted Lasso. Uh, but no, he, he plays and like, it's a bunch of like just plumbers and just normal workers. And they play for food at the end of the day. Like the, huh. the owner of the team like owns a restaurant and that's how he pays. So it's, it was, a, it was a fun read for a guy who yeah. does legal does dramas. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He did he did a book about a farmer in Arkansas with, with a cotton farm and uh, talked about living. Uh, gosh, who is that guy? I know, you, you know, but he did it about a cotton farm and talked about because they listened to Cardinal baseball at night and he did all of that. Um, and he, he's really John good. Grisham. John, John Grisham. John Grisham. Yep. I don't like the legal stuff as much, but his stuff about the cotton farm was really good. Yeah, so. like I, I don't like his legal books, but this one was – it really mesmerized me and got me – His legal book, books were a little formulaic for me. The first yeah. couple were fine, and then you just go, yeah, I heard this one. Um, and then uh, – but the stuff out of his comfort zone is good. Yeah, I agree. So anyway, I bought these books, and, and – uh, Now you got to learn how to read? Yeah. I'm talking to Kaylee about it. I was like, we're going to the beach in a couple of weeks, and I'm really bad about like just sitting on the beach. I don't – I get bored. Super quick, very short attention span. Just take a book and some cigars. So I was good. like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this book and like take it to the beach and and read it." And she's like, "Oh, golf? You like reading golf books? That's entertaining." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Thanks." Yes. I would feel like who who's the Irish um, announcer that uh, Tom F- uh, Fl- Flannery Tom. <laughs> Jeez. The, <laughs> Who you are you like, talking about? You like him. He's a, he's a golf announcer on the Golf Channel. He's yeah. Irish. He has like a talk show. Tom David Faraday. Faraday. Yeah. Okay. Like, like if he Tom Flaggery. Yeah. If Tom he, Flaggery. If he did like a biography, like I feel like that would be. He good. Has done a he did. Yeah. Did he? Okay. He's funny. I went and saw him live. Absolutely hilarious. Uh, okay. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. So yeah. you know, so I was halfway right. No. Got his name wrong. <laughs> no. Right. He's Irish. <laughs> uh, do we talk about the cigars one last time before we get out, get out of here yeah uh so i've had a lot of trouble keeping mine lit which i do not yeah. like um <laughs> i don't know if it's my talking or the cigar or maybe a combination of both i don't know yeah. but it might be talking little, to the cigar yeah it might be yeah, talk to yeah stay lit uh, no <laughs> I, I same issues i've had a retouch up quite a few times more than more than i want to but it's it's still a solid cigar like i love the hvc stuff well, it's starting to ramp up again. Yeah, which yeah, is th- nice. Th- that second third was forgettable. very muted. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the third is a lot better. But the hotcakes, uh, I love the hotcake stuff. Yeah. Um, the HVC line. I've of the of the ones I've had. I 
I haven't smoked a lot, but the ones I've had, I've, I've enjoyed. It's, it's one for if you like a spicier, but not as strong cigar, a little milder, but spicy. It's a line where a lot of people could, could get into. Yeah. I, I've, uh, I smoked a lot of HVCs cause we got them through the LCC stuff. Um, I don't, for some reason, smoke out other than what's been given to me, um, but I enjoy every single one of them. So yeah, yeah. it's a solid line. So I'm glad I'm glad that we have. I told Doug that. He goes, "Do you like the HVC? Yeah. You excited about us getting them? Nope. <laughs> but I recommend them to people all the time. What's the line you would be excited if we got? Um, <laughs> well, stolen throne, obviously. Yeah. Which I made the hard pitch to Doug about. Yeah, we'll um, look at that one. Um, that one's on our radar for sure. And the one you've already got is Black Trading Company, which yeah. I, um, I I smoked several this week. Of. I'm a little trouble with those guys right now, so we'll see if they continue or not. That's too bad. Yeah. Um, fucking red tape. Fucking red tape. Um, I don't know. Other than that, I have to think about that. Yeah, I'd like I'd I'd like to see Blackbird and I'd like to see Stone Throne. I think both of those are solid. I like Blackbird a lot. I've had trouble getting them just because they're not available a lot of places. If yeah. you guys had those, that I would definitely smoke a lot of those. Yeah. I've had good good uh, experiences with. All Somebody of those. mentioned Dunbarton. Yeah, Saka stuff. Yeah, I just can't decide if that stuff would sell well here. I haven't smoked a ton of those. Those guys, uh, everything, everything I've them. smoked of his, I've, I've enjoyed. Well, there's no doubt if it's a solid cigar, it's whether or not we can. Keep it selling, right? That's the hard part with... Well, I mean, I think what you have is your Liga smokers. You say, hey, this is the guy who created this. And, but yeah, like, but I just it's, don't... It's not the same, of course. I think but. if those guys believed that, then we wouldn't sell as many Ligas. Liga, Dunbarton would be as big as Liga, and it's not. Well... So clearly that it doesn't Well, Dunbarton's always also newer, and we don't have it, so we can't... Well, no, I'm talking like nationwide. Liga uh, is massive nationwide. Dunbarton is not nearly as big as as Liga Provada. I would argue they're he's not even close. He's not even close. He's I'm, popular. I gar- I'm not saying he's not popular, but I guarantee you, if you Ligas look at pure huge. number of cigars sold, it's probably quadruple the number. Yeah, Ligas are huge. Maybe ten times. Yeah, but I mean, Steve Saka sells a shit ton of cigars. They're not. You the would same be surprised. Thing. Trust me, there are. I was. On being on that side of it and and seeing what a lot the, of these companies I think, do, I, I think the price point is what sh- scares a lot of probably part of away. it. But you would be surprised how few some of these companies actually sell, how little they do in sales. It really surprised me. Companies that I thought would be much bigger than they are. Well, it's shocking. Well, maybe we'll see. But yes, I I'm I'm down with you on, you know, stolen throne, and. I mean, we've had... Let's hear from you guys. You guys tell us what, the, what's something you'd yeah. like to see in the store. And we've had the creator of Blackbird on the show mm-hmm. before. He's a cool dude. I mean, I would, yeah, like, I would, like, I would like to have Viaje back, but I'm just... It's not going to happen. Everybody knows I'm a Viaje hole, but... They just have such a, a weird way of doing things. Yeah, it just fine. No, I mean, I'll continue buying Viaje from some, from another shop. It's I go out of state for those, so it is what it is. So. Yeah, you also have to think we're in the middle of Arkansas. Like, there's just not a lot of boutique cigar smokers in this area. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, cigar culture is fairly young here. But we can, we have the blueprint to shape it. So, yeah, and we have. I mean, we've changed it. Just look yeah. at the Liga Pravada stuff. Nobody in the state had Liga Pravada. Oh, I know. The longest time. I'm up for a challenge. I like we're challenges. not the first, but. No, but we're the know. best. Well, I'm not arguing that. <laughs> <laughs> Hubris. <laughs> Uh, we've gone at like two and a half hours. All right, let's go. All right. Are we done? Yep. All right. I'm done. All right.
Talk to everybody. Be good. Adios. Later.